You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow! Did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus. dot com slash acast and use code acast for twenty percent off your first purchase. Welcome to the Cultaholic Wrestling Podcast. If you like a lot of wrestling on YouTube, join our cult. Hello and welcome. To the harbinger of doom, the bringer of bad times, the oh no, the cultaholic podcast is on my feed. Something bad is going to happen as soon as they finish recording. That's right, it can only be Friday and the cultaholic wrestling podcast. How you doing, Ross? Lovely, Matthew. Yeah, it was just after we we hung up the call last Friday. More people got released. The cultaholic wrestling podcast curse continues, but I'm fine. How are you doing? I'm good now, but that's been a few hours, and I probably won't be. But let's see how uh, the anchor of the ship, the SS Cultaholic, is doing. Jack? Um, D- Southgate, you're the one. You still turn me on. Football's coming home again. I can't believe it. I can't <laughs> believe it. I can't believe it. I Watching that match, right? Welcome to the Cultaholic Football Podcast. Watching that match, right? <laughs> I've never... When that first goal went in, I couldn't like constant. I couldn't. As my head was gone until the final whistle because I couldn't fathom how big a win it was and how bad it would have been to throw it away. So suddenly I was even more nervous. Oh, I cried. I nearly. I was oh. well in. I I couldn't believe it. I couldn't, that moment I couldn't, couldn't believe the, it at the end where Southgate. The the pressure of nineteen ninety six is alleviated off his shoulders. He he looks to the heavens. He's just toppled the Germans. After 25 years of hurt, Matthew. And he's just gone and done it. Oh, fantastic. Uh, he's a lovely, he seems like a lovely, lovely man. Seems he like really, really deserves it. boring librarian, but fantastic yeah, but... all the same. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what professional but... wrestling moment must be compared to Gareth Southgate there? Oh, Savage and Elizabeth. Or something like that. <laughs> Some, <laughs> something... In fact, after the match, Southgate hugs Grealish. Who there's been all these issues like Southgate's not even playing Grealish, and he brought him on when the the like the Germany backline was getting tired and it worked to perfection. And afterwards, when him and Grealish hugged, that was football's macho and, and Elizabeth moment. Because ah, oh, ah. Oh. Anyway, I you never know what's going to happen. I mean, we could get knocked. You never know in football. But, oh, we'll, we'll probably get knocked out by the Ukraine. It's it's, it's yeah, happen, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, no, I'm good, Matthew. I'm good, but yeah, you're right. Uh, it was a Friday, and people got released immediately, immediately after the podcast. So yeah, Nick, Nick Khan was there going, "All right, I'm ready to release these people." And his associate went, "Why aren't you doing it now?" And goes, "I've got to wait for the Coldaholic Wrestling podcast to come out." So, all right, so hopefully 
this week's bad news will not be coincided with what we just talked about because we don't get bloody blamed for England getting knocked out now, do we? No, no, not at all. No, God, well, it's just wrestling stuff that happens. Nick Khan has released England from their Euro contract. I was going to say, uh, thankfully, thankfully, we've got a twenty-four hour buffer from the podcast going live to the England game, so you know that should be enough time for the the curse of the podcast to pass. Mm. Good times. Well, let's wrap up last week's news while we're talking about it. The releases. There's a lot of them, so get your fingers out. Uh, Killian Dane. As we'll go through, the, uh, go through and give us a quick thought on things there. Uh, Killian Dane of Sanity. So if everyone remembers that super group that we all loved, because SmackDown sure as hell didn't. Uh, meaning Nikki Cross is the only surviving member there. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, survive, uh, surprising that he went because I thought the big lads had some sort of diplomatic community for a bit, but. Clearly and he not. was being used, but that doesn't seem to matter. Like him and Drake Maverick, I know it wasn't yeah. as good as it was at one point, but it was still getting used on the weekly on NXT TV. And it's yeah, it's just it's a, it's a weird thing he had on WWE, wasn't it? Because he had, he was in Sanity, and then they got forgotten about on SmackDown. Then he got brought back. Remember in his little singlet, and the internet melted because he can't be wearing a singlet when you're big demo apparently. Um, and then he went back to NXT and made some good stuff. He got himself in fantastic shape, I thought as well. Inspirational stuff, but it came to nothing, which is a shame. He said he'll be back, hasn't he? He said on Twitter, like, I'll be back. Mm. He is um, good, though, isn't he? He is very good. He is good. He, he and, left his socks. And you know what? He is the most, like, to just talk to. He's just the most, he's the most, like, unwrestlery. Like, he was just dead into board games. and stuff. He's just a lovely man. <laughs> like, just a really nice bloke. So I hope he does really well. The Bollywood Boys, a.k.a. Mm. the undefeated Global Force Tag Team Champions. Oh, they still have that. Well, they were when they went. They had the tag titles, then just signed a WWE, and then Global. Does Global Force Wrestling exist or not? It's yes, it does. I still believe that is true. It's coming home. Uh, I got. I tell you what, getting emotional when Randy Orton tweeted they earned their respect long before those tablers were involved in the attempted murders and whatnot of Randy Orton on a Singh brother. Oh, got me emotional. That did. Mm. Imagine that coming from Randy Orton. How big you'd, that you'd feel after that. What a compliment. I loved killing you lads every week. <laughs> yeah. I respected you before trying to kill you. <laughs> uh, I did a, an interview last week for a lads, a lovely lad's thesis, uh, and he was Canadian gent. And he said that in the Canadian independence scene, when the Bollywood boys got released, it's been a bit of a like, because they apparently they're really well respected. It's just like solid guys that you can just always rely upon. And um, apparently that was a bit of a shocker. I liked them. To be honest, I ended up liking them. At first, I was like, "Ah, oh, who are these boys?" But then the whole stuff with Randy and the one of them, I think, fell off the side of the Punjabi prison as well. That was really good. I like them. Fell off. It was pushed. Well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Marina Shafir. Mm. Weird one as well, wasn't it? Because they never really got a, 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 a well, I'm about to say a fair crack of the whip, but a crack of the whip at all. Her and Jesmond Duke. It was a weird thing. Considering who they were best pals with to begin with, you know, because that matters in the wrestling. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's not what you know, it's who you know, isn't it? That's what yeah. they say. <laughs> Her and uh, Duke, like the Damien Priest, the Ronda Rousey's bad bunny. Now yeah. she's gone. It's like, what we do with you? Yeah. yeah. So. Was is Jasmine Duke still there? Or was she? Was she no, already released? She was in the last group. I think. Right. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. 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 That's very unfair. Because uh, yeah, you're right. She never really got a chance at all. But yeah. Uh, and I think she did a tweet recently that was like, I'm in the best shape of my life I've ever been in. And like, and she's a mother and stuff. Like, it's not as if she's like some like 20 year old, like, 
And I just think, yeah, she never got really a chance to show what she could do. Maybe she's tweeting out the kids. <laughs> yeah, I'm maybe. not saying you better clean your room, but I'm in the best shape of my life. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't start. Um, Arturo Ruiz. Sorry, I'm doing a horrible name pronunciation there. But I liked him. He didn't do much, but I just liked him. I liked the look of him. I liked the style. I liked the capoeira little thing he'd do. And uh, I remember he'd been there since 2015. Oh, he'd been there Had for he? a while, aye. God. I, he, he reminded me of Tim Howard, former USA goalkeeper Tim Howard, for some reason. Just the erratic nature of him going, oh, I'm a big hard man with a massive beard and karate skills. Just like yeah. Tim Howard. Uh, but Raw Underground, that was, that's all I remember him from because he looked, he looked good on that. But apart from yeah. that, again, it's another... Didn't really get a fair crack of the whip, I guess. He just he, he seemed to have matches on NXT just randomly. And he had the big debut and then didn't have the debut. He had the vignettes and then didn't have the match or whatever it was. Uh, just weird again. Why did they do these to human beings? Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's true. Yeah, it's like, we have big plans for you. Oh, do you? We haven't written them down yet, but we do have them. You're like, all right. So, mm. yeah. I think just to associate with Raw Underground was enough. Bless him. Mm. And uh, Kurt Stallion, and I actually forgot which one he was, because he only made a handful of appearances on NXT. Well, that's very sad, but it says a lot, doesn't it? It says that he wasn't really given a distinct chance again, I suppose. It's what was almost, your favourite Kurt Stallion memory? It's, al- yeah. it's, it's almost as if, I think there might be this one right now, it's the only one I have, just us speaking about Kurt Stallion is my favourite Kurt Stallion memory, because I don't have any. It must be, like, WWE were almost wrong to have mopped up just about all of the wrestlers over the past five or six years and have this sort of happen in 2021. It's sort of if that was a, a weird business practice to go by. Yeah, that related to the other one that surprised me, August Gray, a.k.a. Anthony Green. It was something Snowboy tweeted. I'm sure you appreciate being name-dropped on the show. Um, we he saw him. He hates us, <laughs> man. Sure. He's one of those that hates us. He's one of the He's cool got a cold-aholic shirt. I'm no, sure. he does not. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to come and see him. But we were at Dubek Stub. Uh, well, oh, you've seen him in the flesh. Because I just picture him as that creature on his profile. No, that's, that's him. He's, he's, he's red-faced. Yeah. And, uh, no, okay. I'm <laughs> sure he's... People are loving this. Oh, boy. Yeah, don't talk about the releases. Please talk about some Twitter sorry. account. Yeah, but, uh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, we were at Dubek Stub, like, aka the last event to happen before the world ended. He was on that show with Joe Gacy. He's still an indie superstar. Oh, that was before he got signed. Right, okay. Yeah, also, yeah, Joe Gacy got signed as well. And... He's had a stint in WWE and being released, and that was only a year and a bit. Yeah. Like, that was it. And the world hasn't come back to normal again. The WXO isn't running shows normally. WWE is only just starting to do them again with crowds. And he had a stint, and he had a little thing with Timothy Thatcher. Timothy Thatcher beat him up, <laughs> and that was it. He was more so yeah. on 205 Live, wasn't he? I don't know. I, again, I don't watch 205 Live, so I can't comment on what he was doing on there. But he seemed to be a mainstay on there. It's just weird how Nick Khan's just gone, I don't care what you're doing on TV, what the ramifications are for storylines and whatnot. If I want you gone, you're gone. It's a weird, very weird thing. Like the Alistair Black one was the weirdest timing. Because mm. he was, it was just after, he'd, when he'd done like a run-in on the, at the end of SmackDown and returned. Big E. Yes. Big E, didn't he? And then he was gone. Weird. Yeah. And I guess he did kicks. and that, That's a bit like MMA. So they saw Ruiz, Duke, Zara, and I get, get out. I think, yeah, I think Nick Khan hates MMA. Maybe there's a theme, yeah. It's like the opposite of a Nokia. It's Khanism. God, I don't like, <laughs> don't like Brock Lesnar's chances then. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, that was weird. Speaking of bad timing releases, Ever Rise. Oh, yeah. I've been a lovely, 
mainstay on NXT. I think making appearances at 205 Live, I'm not sure, but I appreciate them in their NXT stuff. And they had just started a new YouTube show. Yeah. They were, they were bringing sexy back, Matthew. They were bringing back the 80s cocaine promo, and it's been taken yes. away from us once again. It's uh, But again, it's what, they're one of the ones where you just see the, the sheer amount of uh, people who work there going, oh, like they were tweeting the uh, Ever Rise Rules thing all over the shops. So it just shows how much they must have been like backstage. But again, they were different entertaining, weren't they? But now they're gone. I was sad about that one, especially because, as as Matthew knows, I've got a bit of an affinity for sort of twenty ten Chikara roster members, and they were a really funny tag team on there. Did they? Was it that they lost like a loser leaves town match or something, and then they came back? Well, they didn't. Then a mysterious tag team dressed in denim with sunglasses called the Bad Boys started wrestling, yeah. and then they took their sunglasses off, and the crowd all went, "Oh no, it's them!" <laughs> it's really funny. <laughs> Yeah, Chikara Crowd can be pretty good sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a it's a shame, but again, they've got good reps, so look forward yeah. to what they do next. Uh Araya Davari and Tony Nice. God, they must have been there live for... day one, dudes. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, they must have been there for a while. Sam was good because Sam's quite a he's like our or he was for a while, like our two or five live correspondent. And um he loved Tony Nice especially, but he loved both of them. And uh he yeah. It's very sad. Tony Nice, um, I feel like he'll go somewhere else because he's got twelve abs. Yes, disgusting, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's gross. Yeah, Ross hated Tony Nice. Well, they tried to turn Tony Nice's face, and Ross just Ross just wasn't having any of it. He's like, "How is he a face? How can he be a baby face for someone like me?" Just made me feel pathetic more so than normal. But uh, I did. I feel bad for those original two or five live guys because you never had. I don't know if it was just me, but I never felt like I got the chance to really invest in them because they were just they were just the wrestlers who were slightly smaller than the other wrestlers. There was no real character behind the majority of them. Majority of them, you had you had Pac and you had Enzo Amore and stuff like that back in the day. But people like Davari and people like Tony Nice, yeah, Nice had his abs, but you know what? What, what else was there? Was I missed? Yeah, right. it felt like they didn't really get like the full WWE experience, if you will. I don't know what I'm saying here, but you know what I mean. I do know what you mean. Ross, you're speaking nothing but buzzwords. But I understood every single word of what you said. We're in the Matrix. But Tony Nese at least won the title, the mm. Cruiserweight 205 Live title, whichever one it was at the time. Was that at, at WrestleMania? Because I remember us yeah. just... How can you oh. have a champion called Tony? We, Tony, we were... Tony puts the carpets down, doesn't he? He works for carpet, right? <laughs> we were laughing at Sam because he'd, he was the only one to pick Tony. Not thinking, oh, he actually watches 205 Live and he'd probably know... He'd probably be able to tell better than us if there's a title change coming but we all just laughed as Ross says because he picked a man named Tony to win at Wrestlemania and he did and his finisher was called the running niece and we were like the running niece <laughs> oh I forgot about that but yeah schoolboy yeah. stuff I like that Sam picked that because it's the ultimate hipster wrestling show to be oh I watch 205 Alive you should watch it sometime he was doing that in conjunction so with, with NXT when NXT was oh, like when, it, when it, NXT was banging yeah and uh, Aria was really nice one time. He DM'd me thinking I'd started wrestling. And he was very polite and like, oh, encouraging. I'm like, I haven't. So, what gave him that impression? Like? Um, uh, was a, I remember this. I remember this. This was a, uh, one of my <coughs> worst tweets I think I ever did. It was a photo someone uh, took of uh, Darren Corbin, indie wrestling superstar from America. Not Baron Corbin. But there's a photo of the two of them together uh, training some lad. And this lad... From every other angle, looked uh, kind of like Matthew, or Matthew type before the long hair and beard. But there was one particularly photo and pose, I think he was about to get chopped, so it was like, oh, where he's like, oh my God, that's actually Matthew's face. 
So I tweeted out, oh, I've started wrestling training, whatever. Because I'm like, everyone knows Darren Corbin's an American dude. Well, they, I didn't know I live in England. Why am I flying out just for Darren Corbin lessons? And uh, <laughs> it didn't go well because the, the riot was like a lot. A bunch of other wrestlers were like, yeah, well done, dude. I'm like, oh, God, no. People started replying to his tweets saying, like, it's been a long time coming. Good job, brother. Well done, Looking man. like you're in good shape. I'm like, <laughs> I thought that was the giveaway, to be honest with you. But, um, I thought it was you yeah. at first glance. I had to scroll back up. I was like, no way, no. I, I, I felt... Most bad, not just for the people who like then responded, you lied to me. I went, oh, God. But uh, also the one dude who was like, now we'll, I think, I'm not going to bring up his name so people don't associate with it, but there was like, like hey, it's that Mafu guy. Oh, cheers. <laughs> Seven foot Mafu. <laughs> it was Tony Nice abs. Oh, whatever. So, yeah, thank you, uh, Araya. I hope we can repay the favour by getting you on straight to hell or something like that. Oh, I'd love to. Uh, and... Tyler Breeze and Fandango. <sighs> Apparently Fandango had been, if you count the FC dub and everything else, since 08. That's, that's, I, I, I read 06 the other day, Matthew. 06, bloody hell. I don't know what's right and what's wrong, but yeah, it's a long bloody I'm time, isn't check it? check what I'm doing this one. But yeah, I, was, I was watching 2017 Breezango when Fandango was at his oh. um, most stripperish pomp. Just like... Had that two K seven was it two K eighteen or two K seventeen thing where you had Renee and Corey in the ring and then uh, Breezango came down and just Fandango was oh I tell you is I that you. the one where they're revealing the special characters on the game wasn't yeah, it yeah and he just starts not, I, he's just I like, I like games <laughs> hey, hey friends hey guys <laughs> it's really good they're both they're both really good yeah. uh, but apparently Breeze has kind of implied that he might not wrestle anymore. Because uh, he's, but he's got his trading school, and you know, seems happy. He's got the sweets. Yes, he's got sweets. Yes, he is sweet. Is that the is that the lads that, that he plays that, Uno the, with? The three lads, isn't it? The, the lads, the lads who do the gamings and whatnot. Uh, yeah. It might be one of those cases like Zelina Vega. I'm just speculating here, where apparently the, she was making more money doing the twitching than she was doing the wrestling. Might be one of those situations. The the lads are Woods, Cesaro, Breeze, and Adam Cole. I think, yeah. I think the sweets was... Uh, oh, sorry. Breeze, Corbin, and another one. I haven't been oh, paying too much attention. I'm thinking of Departy, sorry. Was it Sean Spears, the third man? Who's the third man? Was it Mabel? In sweets. Was it Sean Michaels, I don't know. I think it was Sean Spears, but uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Who knows? Anything could happen. I was thinking a stable of the discussion before the AEW show begins. So I was thinking of the party, but the party, they play Uno. They're the ones who play Uno on Twitch. And get right into it, by the looks of it. Really competitive. That is one game I get right into, by the way, is Uno. I can't, I'm not... I think maybe I didn't grow up in an Uno family or something. I don't know, I just don't, never really... Be, I, I know people who... My girlfriend's, like, competitive Uno as well. She gets into it. That's how I got into it, because during lockdown last year, Kayla bought an Uno thing, because I'd never played it before, and then we started doing it one-on-one. Is she not a, Is she from an Uno family? Oh, yeah. That's the, it's got, you've got to, It's got to be in your blood, I feel. I think it's. I've, I've had a blood transfusion over oh. the last year, and I have an evil. Uno, and I said evil Uno blood. I've got evil Uno blood flowing through me. That was, that was so like. I've got a fever, and the only cure is more cow. But it was the way he said that was so like that. I've had. A, I've had a transfusion. See, I come from a Domino family. Oh, a little bit Domino's me. Uh, yes, uh, thank you, Fandango, and you're right. It was since 06, so fifteen wow. years. Uh, uh, people 
Now you forget that Fandango was very, very over around 2013, especially <coughs> over here where the his, his theme got into the charts. Yeah. Imagine <laughs> the Top of the Pops are still around. We could have Fandango playing the theme from Fandango. What would he do? Because, <laughs> of course, they have to meme, uh, meme. They have to meme on Top of the Pops. They have to mime on Top of the Pops, don't they? So what would he be doing while miming to nothing? Lots of crotch. Lots yeah. of crotch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Yeah. I was watching uh, Hoddle and Waddle on Top of the Pops this week. Oh. Diamond Lights. Oh, my God. I spoke about this somewhere else this week, I think. I can't remember where it was. I think we did. Yeah. What a song. That was the Diamond Mine. The Diamond Mine need to have Diamond oh. Lights as the theme by Hoddle and Waddle. Hoddle and Waddle's the best thing. Yeah. Hoddle's, Hoddle's well into it and Waddle's not. Because yeah. Waddle can't. Waddle's got the dulcet... The, the, Matthew speaks about dulcet tones. Chris Waddle's got the dulciest... <laughs> <laughs> dulcet tones. <laughs> that should be in their name. The dulcet tones. <laughs> I'm dulcet and I'm tone. <laughs> but yeah, it, a lot of these people released on one day, and then a few days later, Tino Sabatelli, aka the dude who used to team up with Riddick Moss, the guy who got released in 2020 and then got rehired in 2021, was also released. He was he was the source, wasn't he? He was the 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 agent. Ba, ba, ba. Ba, 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 ba. You remember the guy who's going to AEW shows and then going, look, WWE, this is what's going to happen on AEW or something like that. That, oh. was T- that, that was Tino, wasn't it? Ooh. I think I've, I've seen... Oh, you've been serious, right? I thought it was like some sort of weird joke. Oh, no, there was, was that, there was that guy leaking all the AEW stuff, like early lockdown. I think I'm right in saying this. And I think a lot of people go, it's Tino. And then he went back. That's... Oh. Ooh. I might have just plucked that straight out of my rectum, but um, just in case it's it's not true, that is allegedly what I read yeah, somewhere. There we go. Allegedly, there we go. The New York Times insinuated that yes, Tino Sabatelli. Ryan Satan <laughs> crudely scribbled that Tino Sabatelli was the agent. Go get him. It's not our fault. Ah, that's actually both. That's really interesting. I think I've read that somewhere, unless I dreamt it. I've got. I've got. I've been having some weird dreams at the minute. I had a dream right the other day. That went to Ashington, right? And a shop which is no longer there called... Do you remember Quick Save from back in the day? Mm. Is that not Qu- a thing anymore? No, it got shut down when I was young, yeah. It's not been Quick? around for years. Oh. Quick Save's not been around for years. Went there to get a tattoo, right? I've got no tattoos, never <laughs> wanted a tattoo. And guess who did me tattoo? So. Terry, Terry Bloody Funk. Terry oh. Funk was doing my tattoo. <laughs> and then we did the tattoo, which, by the way, I don't know if you've seen Kirk Cobain's got this tattoo on his forearm, which is like a shield with a cane, I think it is. I got that for some reason. I don't okay. know why that was the thing. And then I asked him to do a straight to hell afterwards. He said he was busy. And that was the end of the <laughs> <laughs> I'm fully booked with tattoos the whole day. I'm sorry. And then Tino uh, said, came in with shades and went, hey, psst, psst, psst. Kenny Omega retains the title. <laughs> Didn't hear it from me. But it, it seems like they've changed their minds on world domination and setting up NXT workshops in every part of the globe. Which seem to be Triple H's idea. Nick Khan's going, whoa, whoa, no, no, we're not. No, yeah. we're not. Why do we have 10,000 wrestlers under contract? No, we're, we can get rid of a few. Which segues into some other weird news. Beer Priestley got signed to NXT UK after some rumours abounding that she was or she wasn't on. Oh, yeah, she actually appeared on the show this week, yesterday. I think it was a, I think it was a vignette. Yeah. 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 Sorry, there we go. The premier vignette. Yeah, yeah, no, cool. yeah, yeah. Which is amazing to me. So there's still. Keeping NXT UK. Yeah. They're getting rid of all these people on NXT on a show people are actually watching. NXT UK, they're adding more people. 
I think the perception of NXT UK differs. You remember when news was coming out of Japan and they all went, yep, Osprey is definitely going to NXT UK. And people were like, I don't think you understand how small NXT UK is. <laughs> right. And I think maybe in America, they also look at NXT UK as like, ah, don't worry, that's just taking care of itself. I don't know. I've got no idea. It is weird, isn't it? <laughs> I don't know what else to say. Yeah. It's like, you, where where would where else would the NXT UK bother? The majority of them, where else would they go? Because that's, you would just assume that's why they're, they're there, just to stop them going elsewhere, surely? But I don't know. It's also the only place that's been putting on shows for the past in the UK. It's the only, you know, place that'll pay you to wrestle in the UK in the past however long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe some of them have just felt like they had to. I don't know. It's 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 absolutely gutted and destroyed the UK indies. It certainly has. If if and Chino speaking is out, obviously they were like the two, oh, sorry, you know, speaking out did a lot of damage as well, but that was necessary. Yeah. Whereas NXT UK, not really. You could argue not really necessary. No, it was necessary. Otherwise, the, that evil world of sport would have taken over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The evil trio of world of sport. Five star wrestling and <laughs> defiant. It was like, do we went, whoa, 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 whoa. We've got to do something about this. And it's like, oh, okay. Uh, so if Tino is officially a secret agent now, according to Coldaholic's head journals, can we now say that NXT UK exists because Nick Khan doesn't know what it is? I think yeah. so. Yeah. It's on the second page of this list of stuff that really does. Yeah. What would be the reason, though? Because like, it, it must just be like, oh, that's where Pete Dunne came from. <laughs> That, yeah. that, that justifies NXT UK now. Tyler Bates there. Maybe they want to grow it. Maybe they maybe they really do. I can't see it. Yeah. But it's strange because I think 205 Live got recorded this week. After all those releases, they still recorded a 205 Live this week. So maybe they've just got... <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, 205 Live is being kept because they need all the other they... people they've signed over the last, last few months. So apparently former Evolve stars Harlem Bravado, now Andre Chase, and Joe Gacy both made their WTV taping debut during the show. Mm. So there's still a lot keep... of people under contract at WWE that they need to use. So I think 205 Live is staying around for the foreseeable future. Apparently they get paid quite a lot to have it on by Hulu as well, maybe. Oh. Apparently they're, they're making money by running it. So oh, they're going to keep running it, yeah. Even though they've got no wrestlers. Fantastic. Well... Our condolences to all the people who have lost their jobs yeah. and I hope they're going to be all right. And uh, that's all I have to say. That was sound, a really down note there. I just wanted to move on. but Yeah, yeah, yeah fair enough. I mean, yeah, it is, but it's a sad story, isn't it? Because everyone's It certainly is. Yeah. And sticking with that, speaking of bad news, uh, the Patriot, Del Wilkes, passed away last night, age 59 years old. Best known as, yeah, the Mass Patriot. He had a running global... 91, that's where he got his start as a proper wrestler. And then is most associated with his All Japan Pro Wrestling run. Then he went to WCW for a bit. The Stars and Stripes in WCW. Some people might remember because they came over to the UK a few times and he appeared in Games Master with Buff Bagwell. So, <laughs> like, yeah, Patriot. But then, after his All Japan stint, he had a brief run in WWF. In 97, which I think most people listening to this might know him from. And that's something I've always looked at and gone, that's so weird. Why, why are you here? It's like, the Patriot, Bret Hart, evil Canadian, money. And, uh, okay. It only lasted a few months, but 
the the alleged here we go Martino stuff here. The alleged mm. story is that when they went to give him a medical and stuff like that, um, again I can't confirm or deny this, but it's always one of these rumors that stayed around for years that he bribed or somehow told the doctor, "Look, say I'm all right. I need the money. <laughs> say say I'm fine." And the guy was, "Yeah, he's fine." He goes, "All right," and then they realized, "Oh, this guy's beaten up. This guy's oh. been doing all Japan for." a a decade or so he he is beaten well and truly up so that's why he wasn't long after the Bret Hart title match at uh, uh, Ground Zero that he was left I mean so, yeah any thoughts still, on well, still, well he's one of those figures who's still funny even though he was only there for a little bit in at, like the height of his fame still very fondly remembered though because of it I only know he was the guy who debuted Kurt Angle's theme <laughs> Yes, that's what well. I associate oh, most yeah. with the period. So that's a lasting legacy if ever there was one. Because I, I only know him from that that brief nineteen ninety seven run. So yeah, rest in peace and all that. Yeah, I've just said that really nonchalantly. What no, 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 I think what's he saying? Sean Ross Sapp did tweet. We're going to move forward as planned with our uh, Patriot Dale Wilkes on Independence Day interview that we already had in, uh, recorded, obviously. Complete with him saying he'd like to punch Tom Brandy in the face because I'm pretty sure he'd have wanted it that way. R.I.P. <laughs> yeah, I'll be, be respectful here. He was very opinionated all the way up to last night. Oh, so, is that because I'm, Tom Brandy... That's not because Tom Brandy was like a jobber and he's making a joke. That's because he actually probably wanted to punch Tom Brandy in the face. No, I believe oh. Tom... Oh, again, this is a thing that... Uh, these are ancient stories. Tom Brandy bought the rights to the Patriot. Oh, my God. Me. So it was like the Patriot... You know, cherry, like cherry coke. Oof, that wasn't good. But, oh uh, right, quick look Perry, I didn't. I had no idea. Yeah, that just didn't. Got you, got you, got you. Yeah, I was thinking juice and domino there. Perry and cherry. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, did he not buy the gimmick? The, the, the buy the rights to the Patriots. It's one of these things that I haven't thought about in years. But I swear he bought. Yeah, he he saw and wrestled as the Patriot, but Adele Wilkes apparently did not agree with that. Um, mm. So he apparently did show up. It's, it's the Patriot. Tom Brandy and <laughs> it looks like what? No, I'm the Patriot. Ooh. So anyway, you know what? Listen to that Sean Ross Sapp interview, and they'll probably clear, clarify it, and he'll probably swear a lot as well. So yeah, our condolences to the Dale Wilkes family. Yep. Uh, another thing that happened last week that we mentioned the podcast and uh, did some little jokes about it. Feel bad in hindsight. Um, Kenny, Kenneth, am I getting that right? Kenneth Mobley's brief run as a WWE writer came to an end on Friday after a podcast appearance in which the stand-up comedian admitted she knew nothing about wrestling and struggled to name WWE champion Bobby Lashley. And we did some jokes going, uh, I actually was impressed by the, you know, whatever, Bobby Bobby Ashley, Bobby Lashley, something like that. And then she got released. Then WWE were keen to say, no, 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 I had nothing to do with that. Timing of it seems awfully like it did, though. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, they said that other writers felt disrespected and stuff. Which oh, I understand to a degree, to but I don't think they'd have wanted her to lose her job. It feels, it feels like it was because of that, essentially. It is weird that you would do something like, I've just started a job. Now, the way, the way social media works, I think any aspiring youngsters here need to realise, if you are starting a job, or you have a, you have a job, and you know some people, like your boss, and they want to add you on Facebook, don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> do not tweet about your job. Do not post on Facebook how much your job sucks. They will see it. Yeah. 
they, I think it's just good advice for anybody regardless of wrestling. It's about the story. I'm not sure I've told us before. My brother, who doesn't listen to this podcast because he's a sensible person, he, he hates wrestling. He had a job one time, and this I won't say where it was, but he had the job and he tweeted, but when he had a Twitter, oh God, I'm working with that censored tomorrow. No, God, I can't, I can't stand him. Went to work the next day, and the manager said, uh, "Yeah." You know the guy you're working with today? Yeah. He saw that tweet because he follows you because he works with you. Yeah. And he's told me, so I have to do something about you. I'm a brother. And it's why I love my brother so much. He said, well, to be fair, I didn't say his name. So he knows he's a... <laughs> <laughs> didn't work for him. Bless him. Uh. So, yeah. To, to be, that, that is a shame, though, the, like, the sort of the backlash you got after that interview came out and whatnot because you it is weird that she didn't know the name of the thing but you don't need to be a wrestling fan to write stories for a tv show you can be outside the wrestling bubble to write good stories i've seen because we were speaking about this in the news this week was it me and you jack speaking about this story when she did get the release i, I think saw, so i saw comments saying like because i was saying this on the on the news saying oh ross that's ridiculous you need to be a wrestling fan to write stories for professional wrestling shows no you don't it's good storytelling it's good storytelling isn't it no matter what what it is Macho, my, man uh, Macho Man and Elizabeth, to go back to that, that's not strictly wrestling, is it? That's soap opera. That's Coronation Street. In my uh, weekly feature on cultaholic.com, I briefly, touch oh, upon, I briefly touch upon this story and say that I think that you can have no knowledge of wrestling, but they need to closely work in conjunction with people who do understand the complex yeah. framework of pro wrestling to mould their ideas into a wrestling show. But yeah, I know, I mean... WWE apparently have quite the practice of hiring people from outside of the wrestling bubble just to get unique viewpoints and stuff. So that wasn't her fault at all that she didn't know about it. But she didn't help her own case, did she? But at the same time, I feel like WWE aren't being entirely clear about why she was fired. The timing of it seems so much like it's because of that, and they're claiming it wasn't. I just think that's a bit. Mm. I don't know if you asked the press them for comment. Like, what was the reasons? Like, oh, she was like she was stealing stuff. Yeah, <laughs> she broke a window on the first day. She was rubbish. Uh, but yeah, that that was um, Jack's plug for his column of the mm-hmm. week. We get that inserted <laughs> in. That'd be fantastic. And yeah, you're right. We do need proper professional wrestling writers to talk about wrestling. Only wrestling writers can prepare for WWE's. We're gonna have this character right, right? And then after two weeks, right, we're gonna drop it and never speak of it again. Mm. Yeah. Only in wrestling. And uh, the last bit of news, FMWE has its debut show this weekend. Hopefully it turns out all right. Uh, this is Anita bringing back FMW for the umpteenth time. The main event features Anita taking on Abdullah Kobayashi. And the way they built this on Twitter was Abdullah Kobayashi at Anita going, Hey, can I have a match on the show? I'm only a few blocks away so I can drive my moped to the show and I can wrestle the main event. And Anita went, Okay, Abdullah, you can do that. But if you lose, we're going to blow up your moped. And oh, you, man. Abdullah Kobayashi, will have to walk home. <laughs> <laughs> so if that's getting you excited for wrestling, I don't know what will. I see he wants a match with Moxley, didn't he? Yes. Is that the same guy? Yeah, I think he's the only person who's benefited from the uh, dud explosion a few months Ooh. ago in AEW because all people did was ask him about it. And he went, all right, cool, time to get that gravy chain rolling again. And now we're going to have an FMW promotion. So thanks, AEW. <laughs> and Jake Hager 
is appearing at a meet and greet with Fedor Emelianenko. But the poster on the says. Unicard. But the poster says Jake Hager versus Fedor Emelianenko. <laughs> yeah. Who can, who, can, who can get the most? <laughs> wait, where's that? I haven't seen that. It was on Twitter. We 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 were very conflicted in our news group on uh, online because we were like, is this a fight? Is this not? Because it says Jake Hager versus Fedor Emelianenko. But the date on it is the day before the event, and it says, come and meet Jake Hager versus Fedor Emelianenko. It's outrageous. Yeah. I, don't know what's, I don't know what's the confusion there. It's just it's clearly like an autograph signing competition, isn't it? Because it says versus. Well, it's yeah, a picture who... of both of them topless appearing above buildings facing yeah, each who, other. Who, who can sign the most autographs? Who's got the largest oh. queue? Yeah, on top of a building. <laughs> yeah. It's like... it's. Uh, but to be fair, I looked at the event. Fedor is fighting at the event, and his opponent is yet to be confirmed. So it could be Jake Hager. Because they haven't asked Jake yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I saw he was waving on Twitter, Jake Hager, at this man, saying, I'll fight you. Oh, uh, fair enough. He'd get probably battered, I think. I don't know, I don't... he took Wardlow down. <laughs> That's very true. That's very, very true. He survived a shoot Hurricane Rana. That's one of my favourite mm. things, that. It did. Yeah, but he hasn't taken Fedor's shoot Hurricane Rana yet. <laughs> Just saying. Well, that was a whole lot of news. Let's move on to the rest of the podcast, we, shall we? we? We just spoke about wrestling for like 30 minutes straight there. I find that incredible. People kill us a podcast, a wrestling podcast, who don't speak about wrestling. I just think we've we've shut up the doubters there. So so well done, lads. Jolly good job. Yes. Come on, England. <laughs> well done, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like to confirm as well, I was not, not one of the gas, gas mask men in that stream. I had a lot of people mm. saying it was me. It wasn't me. I was at home, banging on the kitchen count. No, I wasn't. <laughs> it was somebody else. <laughs> Everybody get excited for the Cultaholic Hall of Fame. <sighs> so mm. that bombshell, it's time for the Hall of Fame. In condescending order from last week. Oh, God. Yeah, perfect. Perfect week to be doing this, but the Resident Evil 7, what a game. 8%. You did choose the second most recent game of the series as well. Yeah. 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 Mm. Okay. Uh, guess what my pick was going to be this week. Resident Sorry, Resident idiot. Oh, Matt Hancock caught necking on with aid. 45%. Oh, I thought that was going to win because that's all we were talking That was the good news to bounce up the bad news last week. I, d- I, did, I didn't realise when that took place. I thought that with it being released last, just last week, it must have been very recent too last week, but it turns out it was at the start of May, which... Ooh. Would have changed my attitude because that made me very angry when I learned that. Oh very yeah, it was more stringent lockdown rules in place. Oh at the yeah, time. yeah. I, yeah. I had no idea at the time. I, I, I would smack that arsehole in the face. Yeah. And I wouldn't regret it. And burn your hand afterwards. But the clear winner, Mark Hoppers from Blinkwood Eight Two, forty-seven percent. Very good. Yeah. Pick, what sorry? I said good pick. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah, cheers. Yeah, very sad news about Mark Hoppus. He's suffering from cancer. Hopefully he gets through it all right and everything. One of my favourite bands and yeah, just seems like a nice guy. Um, this week, I'm taking a more lighthearted approach, as is tradition. Uh, and I'm going for the Twitter account at BlueCane underscore. So I'm nominating BlueCane. Uh, BlueCane is just Kane, but like blue, like Attitude Era Kane, like with the big, the full... Like, give me, but blue instead of red. And he tweets things like, 
My brother killed my parents in a walk-in freezer accident. I was left physically and mentally scarred by this event. (laughs) There's also ones like... um, Someone tweeted, who's the best technical wrestler in the world right now? And and Blue Cane replied, I'd have to say Blue Cane. (laughs) Which is just good. And then as well, where was the other one? Uh, I didn't freeze Katie Vick. (laughs) (laughs) Just those three tweets gave me a chuckle. I've not gone too far down on his Twitter feed, but just Blue Cane, yeah. He also did a tweet of the Germany fans in some beer garden thinking that Germany had scored when they just missed. And they all jump up and go, ah, and then they're like, oh, no. And that caption is, when you hear Blue Cane's music, but it's just boring, regular Red Cane or something like that. <laughs> so I like Blue Cane. That's, he's my nomination for this week in the Hall of Fame. Who wants oh, to go next? It, uh, how can we follow Blue Cane? Uh, <laughs> you know, I was wondering where that was going. It's just like, so stupid. It's just like, Cane it's just Blue, really... that's stupid. Oh, he's Heinz <laughs> instead of Flame. Oh, that's great. Element- <laughs> Different yeah. elemental Cane. Yeah. Are we going to get Earth Cane and uh, Wind Cane? My my brother murdered our parents in a big old wind. <laughs> Blowing them off a cliff. <laughs> Strongest of wind just... <laughs> We're up for the distance like Team Rocket. No. Oh, Bl- blow cane. Oh, no. That's all dirty, dirty cane. I, I shouldn't have said that out loud. Apologise. Banging but... on the kitchen counters. <laughs> Do you know... I'm trying to think of a good Twitter account. You know, I can't follow that. Let me move on. So, it's been another exciting week for Matthew this week. After I got told to isolate. After oh, yeah. Here. How are you feeling oh, about that? Oh, no, no right? I'm fine. Yeah, okay. Uh, cool. I've, I've done the tests. It's, it's fine. It's just because I was in the vicinity of someone. Right, right. And it was a weird period because there were the people who were even closer to them, but they didn't have the NHS track and trace. So, oh. I, I had to isolate because I had an app. I'm like, hang on. Yeah. And so... Uh, so yeah, it's been um, Matthew beating Resident Evil Eight this week, but you know after last week, I'm not gonna bring it up. So, you know what? I'm just gonna bring up Tyler Breeze. What a man he is, and was, and forever will be. He's Bret Hart now. Um, Tyler Breeze. I think people forget how good he was in the original NXT. Oh my God, this is a really good company. It's better than the Wii run of like 2014 onwards. Some of these matches with Tyson Kidd, um, Pack. And a little man named um, oh Joshua Liger, so uh, did all that. Then did the fashion file stuff on SmackDown with a mocking Twin Peaks, and it was bizarre and weird, and all these other parody things they were doing that made national TV, international TV. Um, he's a uh, he's got a hell of a face on him. Uh, he plays <laughs> games. Yeah, Tyler Breeze is a little unsung dude. Was going to be a main event dude. Don't care about that, but there's a. Is that level of mid card, awesome talent? Like, yeah, it's Tyler. Like, like his entrance. Look, everybody, it's Tyler. Yeah, that was me. Every time yeah. I saw him. So, just want to shout out to Tyler Breeze, nominate him for Hall of Fame, and see if other people have the same opinion as me. That's a good pick. Oh, then maybe I've they'll go. The oh no, it's Tyler. We wanted to <laughs> Kane. I've got theme. the same opinion as you. I think he's. I think he's very good. Um, and very funny, both in and out of yeah. character as well. Yeah. yeah. We can't forget uh, Southpaw as well. Oh, God. Um, oh, Southpaw, Southpaw region. He was the Mr. Mr. Thing, he, the, the sea creature guy. He yeah. had the sea creature. Oh, he was the sea creature. <laughs> uh, no, no, yeah. no. He had the guy. He was the sea creature's manager. That's yeah. Right. He was the guy who brought bought the farm from um, 
Rusev's <laughs> character. I can't remember. Big Bartholomew. Oh, Bart that's right. It was so good in season one. Fandango was good. He was the yeah. he was John Cena's co anger. What was Renee called? Uh Wendy Stacy? Cindy? Some, something American. Yeah. Probably the best yeah. thing Gallows has ever done is that you may have taken my eye for a time, but I'll get you, you'll get my rent. Like next segment. You may have taken both my eyes, but I'll get you. Ooh. You may have taken my eyes and my legs, but I'll get <laughs> It was so good. The season two got it season two wasn't as good. I watched I one episode like... of season two and went ah, Everyone nah. too many of them got involved. They all wanted to be part of it then. They all yeah. thought they were funny. Only some of them were funny. Only the some of them were funny. Impressive pelvis Wesley was funny. <laughs> There's not even a leap year this year. Oh, I'm ruined. <laughs> nice. Ross, what have you got for us? I'm going to call mine Andrew Hodkinson, real life heel. Because this story... <laughs> no, this, no. This, I'm face. sure he won't mind me telling the story because ultimately it's nothing. Ultimately, okay. it's the fault of the officers upstairs. So, oh! Cult- oh, I love it. It's a cultaholic, right? Um... We have an office where we have a communal front door and we share the communal front door with two other offices, I think it is, next door. Is it, Jack? I've never been upstairs up next door. I think they own both the first and second floor offices and we have the ground floor office. So you've got Cultaholic on the ground floor, this other company walk up the same, well, up the stairs, past our front door and at their offices upstairs. Yeah. So of an evening, when the last man out of Cultaholic leaves, naturally they should check upstairs to see if someone's still in upstairs to... Um, to, to, to make sure not to put the shutter down and hypothetically lock them in the building. Even though the people, if they are locked in the building, can open the shutter and the door from the inside. It's not an issue whatsoever. Unless, of course, they don't have a key to lock up once they're back outside, if you know what I'm trying to say. So, Andrew, right? I went in the office on Monday afternoon, it was, to get a microphone to bring home because I was like, I'm not working in that office um, after that stream that Adam was in, that pool of whatever it was over the weekend because it'll, it'll smell and I don't fancy... That, you know, we're having to walk through that to get to the, the upstairs office at Cultaholic every single day of the week. So I was like, I'll go in. There'll be no one there by, by, by sort of 4 p.m. I'll get my microphone. I'll go home. Andrew was there, right, doing the cleaning up. I felt a bit sorry for him, so I joined in. We did the cleaning up, and he went home, and he just he put the shutter down next door because Andrew works in the next door office. And inadvertently, Andrew locked. I don't know how many people it was, Jack. Do you Can you remember? I don't know how many people it was. He locked... <laughs> He, I say he locked in inverted commas. He locked people in the building, even though they could have got out from the inside if they wanted to. But they sent an angry email to the, the, the owners of the buildings. Here. Yeah, not to us, to not the to landlords. <laughs> to the landlords. And the landlords emailed our company email saying, why did you lock these people in? How dare you? Please be more considerate and all this but stuff. But they'll have keys. They will. It's, it wasn't an issue whatsoever. That's why I don't think Andrew will mind us telling this story. Oh, but it was, just, right. it was just the fact where I just like put in the chat, ha ha, Andrew, real life heel. And then Andrew was like, oh my God, it actually was me. And just that moment of Andrew realizing he's an actual real life heel. It's left me consi- reconsidering everything I've learned so far about Andrew Hodkinson. Maybe the Yorkshire pudding footage was actually real. But that story was fantastic because Andrew didn't realize he was a real life heel. But then in that moment, realized he is actually an arse. There's a part two but to the really. story as well. Because <laughs> the next day, Pachitti was like, obviously, guys, uh, just watch if there's anyone upstairs. When Because <laughs> like, with so many of us working from home and stuff, we're all scared about it. He just put a general message in the group saying, like, obviously, there's a lot of new people who are going to be starting when we all can meet again and stuff. 
And uh, just to be aware, just everyone, please do check that you've not locked the door when, if there's still people in the upstairs office. Tom Campbell goes, I just went in this morning and I've locked the door. And, I was <laughs> and then I, because I live closest, I had to like run in like, like solid snake and just sneakily unlock the door. But I didn't know if they had actually had people in or not. So there's me like sneaking upstairs. I go to the first floor and I'm like, hello. And I open the door a bit. No one comes out. Go to the second floor. Same thing. This like one middle-aged, very confused woman. She's like, what, what do you want? Like, obviously I'm masked up and everything. And I'm like, oh, it's just for the, and I tried it. I felt like, you know, when you meet your girlfriend's mom for the first, I was trying to be like, oh, sorry, missus, whatever. And um, we had a laugh about it. And then I got out of there. So can't wait for part three. Because <laughs> I realized when I was talking to her, she didn't realize we'd locked them in again. She just thought I was talking about yesterday. So I just pretended I was. I was like, I've just, I came in to unlock the shutter and she was like, yeah, we were very confused. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. And then just left because she had no idea that I meant we'd done it again. Yeah. So it was weird. Oh. I we thought it could be a lot worse and could have been, well, we locked them in the room with the pool of death. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, bang on, let us out, let us out. And then Andrew pulled back the shutters to reveal just his face going, ha, 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 ha. And then she looked close. No, that was a good... A good story. Uh, we'll probably win this week because I'd vote for it. <laughs> Adam's uh, Adam's going to do himself a mischief one of these days. These challenges are getting silly. Mate, I couldn't watch it. I saw a mm. bit because Tom started tweeting some bits and I saw it and went, oh, nah. Yeah, it wasn't for me. Nah, nah, nah. Let, I'm, I'm sure it was a success. I hope it was anyway. You know, I almost hope it wasn't so he stops doing it. Um, yeah. People seem to enjoy it. Maybe I should have nominated for Hall of Fame this week. But I couldn't, I couldn't stomach it was Any very. It. I can smell it looking at it on the screen. asmr if that's a term, wasn't it? Like the, the mm. plops, the, the, the dripping. The plops. The, uh, yeah, it was very. I didn't realize it was going to be so so noisy, yeah. But uh, all, all the credit to him for, for putting himself through that. Um, you know, 24 hours is a long time. Never mind being sat in a pool of really smelly stuff because the office did still reek. So God knows what it was like when the pool was actually in there. Um, so, yeah. That was a brand new office as well for us. That was the first thing we did in there. Make yeah, a really new, make, make a new a room. Yeah, make, yep. make a mess of it and trash it. Yeah, so that's how we run this company. <laughs> Next time, if it happens, you should do in the car park. <laughs> Twenty-four hours. If only, yeah. if only the internet stretched that far. Mm, true. <laughs> a little cable coming out. <laughs> oh, well, those are three mighty, mighty picks. Of the Hall of Fame this week. Uh, Jack's nominated Blue Cane. Blue Cane. He needed the money. Uh, Tyler Breeze. That's me. And Ross Dwellell nominates Andrew Hodgkin, a.k.a. Real Life Heel. Hodkinson. Hodkinson. I always make that. I always think Hodgkinson because I already yeah, know no, Hodges, no. but then so it's Hodkinson. Hod- Hod- Hodkinson. Very sorry. It's another example of him being a real life heel, just making his name slightly different to be difficult. Yeah. I feel like there's loads in the Northeast of Hodgkinsons and Hodges and Hodge. Mm. And then it seems like the G gets lost somewhere on Middlesbrough. And then you get to Andrew's neck of the woods, and he's just Hodkinson. Oh, I'm Andrew Watkinson. Sorry. So I call him Andrew the Get. And just call him Andrew Andrew Dingle. It's better. It's just easier. Andrew Dingle. <clears throat> Those are your picks, and yours alone. If you go to patreon.com forward slash cultaholic and start voting now, you too can decide who is in next week's Hall of Fame. 
This is this week in the wrestling. It's this bloody week in the wrestling. Ha! Ah, this week in wrestling. Let's fly through these lads because there, there was a lot. There was there was a lot because there was two dynamites this week. So it certainly was. Yeah. It's a lot of bang. Smackdown. Jimmy Uso tells Roman that he got in touch with Jay, who is refusing to come back to SmackDown. Jimmy says he can replace Jay as Roman's right-hand man, but Roman is doubtful and tells him to prove it. Ooh. <laughs> Banka Belair cuts a promo celebrating her win over Bailey and says she hopes this will inspire kids to overcome their own bullies. She's interrupted by Rollins, who says he can relate because he overcame his haters and trolls to beat Cesaro. Rollins Bailey, the rat. They're Rollins. <laughs> Roll, yes. The song by Limp Bizkit came up. Rollins. Rollins. Uh, Bailey arrives too, followed by Cesaro, and we get a mixed tag match. Seth and Bailey win, with Bailey pinning the champ. Yes. Boo. Boo. <coughs> uh, backstage, Rollins, as he's sometimes known, approaches Adam <coughs> Pearce and Sonya Deville with the idea of being Roman's next challenger. They consider it. I want that to happen, actually. I think Seth will say, I've beaten you before, Roman, eh, 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 and then Roman will destroy him. I think it'll be a fun story. I've got a crucial detail to throw your way. Oh, at the, at, the, at the final segment <coughs> of SmackDown, which we'll speak about when we get there. But yeah, I've got, to, I've got to pick a bone with Jimmy Uso. Why was Jimmy Uso so confused that he had to con- like, convince Roman Reigns that he was loyal to the tribal chief? After Jimmy Uso's been running around going, I ain't nobody's bitch for so long. Of course Roman Reigns is going to have his doubts, Jimmy. What's wrong with you, you silly man? Fall back in line, son. Sit down the side of the table. And a shout out as well to Rollins and Cesaro, who, when I was watching SmackDown, I saw that initial clothesline that uh, Cesaro did to Rollins over the top rope. And without even doing anything different, somehow he took Rollins' coat jacket off, his suit jacket (laughs) off, in one. Their sex life must be so exciting. Because imagine how they would get undressed before doing the hibbity-dibbity. That was my thought, and I don't care if it sounds weird. But just the, it's, it's not the first time it's happened where Rollins is, the, he's been doing the swing and his jacket's flown off in the process of doing that. They have the trousers getting ripped when he, he was doing the, the ding-dong hello thing. That was a different kind of ding-dong coming out there. <laughs> oh. um, but the, the, this week, doing the clothesline over the top rope, jacket comes off. So what they must be doing in the build-up to the coitus, I've got no idea. Fantastic. Was the, the judge coming off? You are horned up this week. Like. <laughs> it's because it's, it's coming home, Matthew. It's got me going. Gower Southgate turns me on. Football's coming home again, as the song goes. Was that um was that Ross Twell's move of the week yet or not? It wasn't. No, that was okay. runner up. It's highlighted in yellow on my notes here. Oh, so it, it was, was actually a, runner up. It was the runner up. <laughs> I was only joking, but fair enough. It was uh, enough. it was incredible how they did it in one smooth motion though. It must be, yeah. Mm. Fluid wrestling. Do you reckon Cesaro still has that suit just to go? Hey! <laughs> and he dives in there. Do you remember the suit he came back? Oh. Was it like 2016? Was it sort yeah. of time? Oh, fantastic. Tell you what was Shade. a wholesome what was a wholesome moment was Cesaro celebrating Switzerland's victory over France. And uh Seamus had been watching it with him on Zoom or on oh. FaceTime or whatever. And I was like, ah. And Seamus was wearing a Switzerland top. Yes, so we are it. watching that. Yeah. yeah oh, yes, yes. <laughs> Oh, what a great moment that was. Uh, we head to the ring for the coronation of King Sasuke Nakamura. Kingsuke. King, no, Kingsuke. Oh, King, Kingsuke. Made me not itch. King Sasuke. Not like the great Sasuke. King Sa- Kingsuke. 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 Okay, cool. Nakamura. Made me I didn't fast forward this bit. Rick Boogs crowns him 
as a sad Baron Corbin watches backstage. <laughs> that's all. That's all that happened. <laughs> Can I just say, I felt bad for Corbin here. Oh, no. He wasn't acting like a petulant child. Because I, I, I don't know if it was just me having flashbacks to disappointing moments in my childhood. But it was just like, what's the point? I'm going home. I'm crap me now. I've lost me crown. <laughs> it's, I felt really bad for him. It's like if he was going, oh, no, this isn't fair. I'm Baron Cobb and I'm the real king. Like, yeah, you're a professional wrestling heel, you. But the way he acted, I felt like I just wanted to put an arm around him and say it's going to be okay, Baron. It's going to be okay. So rumour has it that <laughs> WWE have filed a trademark for the, the ring name Happy Corbin, which... I did see this. Which might be linked to this. He's going to be a he golfer. Be... Yes, is he going to turn face? Is that what's what happened? Because it seemed like it was designed to make us feel sorry for him. Yeah, I think so. I think there is an interesting baby face in there for Baron Corbin, you know, because he's, he's you follow him on Instagram, and I've said this before on the podcast. He's such an interesting guy. All the stuff he collects, all the meaty cooks, the dogs he has, <laughs> the, the skull, the skulls he's got in that room in his house, oh, I like oh, the sex hell. he has. <laughs> yeah. Oh, do you reckon he does it in his... I'm not going to talk. I'm just being weird now. Hey, no, no, he's not got his crown anymore. No. I was going to say his waistcoat from the... the constant oh, right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's what <coughs> I was thinking. And, I think uh, Rick Boogs is coming across like a bit of an arse. He gets, me, he, oh, no, he gets me hyped, Rick Boogs. Yeah. Oh, he does. The blood, the blood gets pumping. I want to go to an ACDC concert when I see Rick Boogs. AC and DC. Um, Both of them. Together at I, last. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Shinsuke looked immaculate in his new gear, though. That, uh, there's certain wrestlers who, when they put on white gear, they they look fantastic. And Shinsuke mm-hmm. Nakamura can join the likes of Seth Rollins in that very exclusive club. And Ted DiBiase. Have, have you seen the video? It's like from like that WrestleMania 24 or whatever event it was that Seth wore white. I think it was SummerSlam, maybe? SummerSlam 2015. SummerSlam 20, yeah. yeah. And he turns the corner, and he's ready for his match and everything. Stephanie McMahon's there, and she's, like, shocked. She's like, oh, wow, look at you. It was, like, the start of it. No, it wasn't. No, never mind. Uh-huh. To be fair, <laughs> if, you, if, you, if you squint, if you squint really hard, I reckon Seth Rollins looks a bit like Triple H in the no. year 2001. If you squint really hard. And oh, shoot your eyes. A really far distance away. It's Maybe. Triple H, that. And he starts speaking, and it's not Triple H. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I had the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Baron Corbin says he didn't just lose his crown he lost his investments and life savings too how? because you got to put a, a got to get the insurance out on the crown just in case something happens so he's lost well, speaking it from personal experience oh yeah um, <laughs> oh yeah okay yeah oh yeah, yeah. there's one pound twenty crowns from uh, Amazon yeah yeah right. well I mean it makes sense when you stopped putting the crown on you became happy Ross <laughs> 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 uh, it was so it was soul destroying. <laughs> but if he does babyface, becomes the WWE babyface version of our record, it will be hilarious how bad it'll be. Hi, I'm Happy Corbin. <laughs> what? I'm here. He's there, coming out smiling, high fiving the. No, it might be an ironic one. Maybe it'll be because he's sad. If it's an ironic one, that's fine. But if they do it like that. It's Shorty G and Happy Corbin, the worst name yeah. tag team. You know Dude, Oh, I was, yeah, I was just about to say, it. it sounds like to me, Happy Corbin sounds like a device that Nakamura might use to take the extract the Michael out of uh, Baron Corbin. But yeah. then you just said Dewdrop. And while they've worked into something where Eve Marie has called Piper Niven Dewdrop, and that makes sense in the storyline and whatnot with her belittling, belittling Piper Niven, Piper's changed her handle on Twitter, which tells me that wasn't the original plan. 
because he wouldn't do that if it was just a plot point to then have Pipe and even built up, surely. But we'll speak about that more later on. Won't we? Oh, I can't wait for that. Uh, Big E and Apollo Crews wrestle yet again, this time in the Money in the Bank qualifier. Big E wins. Uh, ooh, a winner of the champ. Uh, backstage, Sami Zayn is informed he will face Kevin Owens in a qualifier next week. He angrily confronts Adam Pearce, who makes it a last man standing match. I thought Owens was taking time off. Is it worth it, I'm asking? Is it worth it? Is, it, is, it, is, a, is a slot in Money in the Bank worth a last man standing match? Because I would argue it's not. The hell of a last man standing match, yeah. But I think, I think Jack mentioned on the podcast to start, and I don't know if this is building on it or if I'm just saying the same thing. But Biggie's last match that didn't involve Apollo was on March the 12th, mm. which was nine straight televised matches ago. Yes, I think I think that still applies. I don't think he's wrestled anyone not Apollo. And no. uh, <laughs> sometimes he's had like tag matches where one of the other teams, but it's always Apollo Cruz is always in there. Nine matches in a row, and you know it's Apollo in the ring because his theme music goes Apollo. Yeah, yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah, you do. Well, I don't get. I don't. Get, yeah, we saw, you do. We saw, we it's saw, his catchphrase. He just yells Apollo. Okay. <laughs> we saw we saw a move in this match. But you, you go back and watch this because Apollo tried to pin Big E after simply just placing him down on the mat. <laughs> he just went. He put him down on the mat like a baby in a cradle, and then tried to pin him. Which we've all We're tried to do with babies, haven't we? Yeah. Haven't we? Yeah. Haven't we allowed to try to pin babies in cradles? No, but I lay, I've laid a baby down. I know what you mean. I've I've put one on the. I've never the... done that, me. I've never never picked up a baby. Oh, it's a terrifying. It's terrifying at first. Yeah, You're be, like, oh, well, this thing's important. It's, you be, just get a sense of this thing is very important, and I can't be. Oh, you know when Great Carly puts the vice on Rey Mysterio, that yeah. I'd, I'd be feeling like the Great Carly in that situation. I think. <laughs> okay. No, baby, babies are fine. It's just like very gentle, gentle, gentle. Toddlers are the worst because oh, not yeah. only are they gentle and fragile, they're also the fastest things on the planet Earth. <laughs> I thought you were going to say they're also arseholes. <laughs> well, yeah, the two. But, you know, you blink and you're like the other side of the room. You're like, wait, no, come back. Yeah. No, no, don't go looking for the deadliest part of the room. No, no. <laughs> so. <laughs> my, my girlfriend's just got a hamster. And this hamster, right, is just waiting for an accident. Like, it's so... First of all, it's huge. It's like a massive hamster, right? And it was just running around, and I was like, please keep an eye on the hamster. And then I went to, like, pour a glass of water or something. I came back in, the hamster was back in its cage, and she went, we've had an accident. And I went, what's happened there? The hamster, and she let it run on the arm of the sofa, and it had nearly fallen off the arm of the sofa, but it was so fat, and it got stuck in between the sofa and whatever's next to the sofa, and she had to, like, grab it by its feet and, like, pull it back out. Uh, that poor hamster's not... It's too excited, that hamster. Oh. Sushi is the name of my girlfriend's hamster, everyone, if you want to... Maybe oh, maybe she'll make an Instagram for it or something, I don't know. Foreshadowing, eh? Foreshadowing. Yeah, yeah. A nice nice meal after it passes. No, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, I'm, I'm the stable sh- of giant animals, right? We've had wee fat dog. <laughs> Long but boy, that- the duck. But if the hamster was smaller, if it was a smaller breed of hamster or whatever, it would have fallen and possibly really hurt itself. So it actually got saved. But, you know. Anyway, sorry. Imagine a big fat, a big fat hamster falling off. Did, was there a crash pad nearby? <laughs> was the, What were we talking about? Sorry about that. Sami Zayn, Big A, yeah. Apollo Crews. The last man standing match, is it worth it? 
to be in a Money in the Bank qualifier. I would argue that Sami's been forced into the last man starting match and Kev will always want to beat up Sami Zayn. I think that's, yeah. And and I should say as well, Matthew, it was, there, it was later reported that apparently Kev had only asked for like a week off. So, oh. and he got it. So that's good. Oh, good lad. Sonia Deville is here to announce Carmella as the first SmackDown Women's Money in the Bank entrant. It says here, probably because they don't have enough women to do qualifiers. Yep. True. Liv Morgan interrupts and says she beat Carmella last week, so surely she should also be in the match. Sonia says if Liv can beat Carmella, she'll also be added to the match, and she does. Money in the Bank season, folks. This is all we get for a few weeks. The most yeah. obvious result in the history of professional wrestling, arguably. I don't want to say I'm being dramatic here, but I might be a, a bit dramatic, yeah. Because they've got nobody. I've got the Bianca, uh, Bailey and Bianca. They're not going to be involved, are they? Carmella and Liv, they're involved right there. Natty and Tamina, they, they could they're be, on roll. They could be busy. Reckoning. They're on roll. They're, they never turn up on SmackDown anymore because there's but, no tag teams for them to face. But officially speaking, they are SmackDown superstars. Well, Re- yeah. Reckoning. She's not debuted yet on SmackDown. Sasha the anti-vaxxer, and then you got Sonya. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's so sad, isn't it? You got Bailey. I, yeah, said her at the start, I think. Oh, Over sorry, her. sorry, sorry. Bailey and Bianca. But uh, mm. yeah, good on Liv for pulling it out the bag in when she needed to the most. <laughs> God knows what they would have done if she lost that match. Yeah. How many do they need to qualify <laughs> for that? Captain Buck in the match. Hurry up and win. <laughs> do they need four from SmackDown, do you think? Four. Is it going to be eight in the match or six? They need three or four to qualify. Sure, it can't be eight. Is it, is it a six in it, yeah? Is it usually six? Is that I the standard? So, yeah. They just need one more. They can do this. I believe in them. <laughs> uh, Heyman gets Jimmy Uso a match against Dolph Ziggler to prove his worth to Roman. Jim narrowly wins. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Sorry. That's, That's zigzag. Okay. That's zigzag on the stairs. Oh, was it? No, no, it's not. No, it just. Oh. Looked, it looked absolutely terrible. We're gonna have to wait. Until oh, right. <laughs> I thought it was. It looked, it looked devastating for Jim. Jim Uso. I'm just thinking the Jim on Friday night dinner now. Just imagine Jimmy Uso coming in. Hello all. <laughs> Shalom to so you all. <laughs> and then obviously Jimmy wins. I'm oh, sorry, Jim's, Jim. Jim's got a big dog. Wilson. Oh, oh, you talk about Milson. He's got the big. He's got the big dog. Because M- Wilson, yeah. Wilson is the. Uh, oh, what's it called? It's a German Malinois. I think it's called. Not quite a German Shepherd. Okay. And then he gets because Wilson dies. It's a horrible death. Oh, I've not seen all of it. And then oh, oh. just ruined, haven't I? And then he gets. That's Milson. okay. Milson. I've, I've, I've replaced Wilson with Milson. <laughs> um, yeah, Jim wins with a, a super kick with the silencer on, which I've never seen before. The most silent super kick. In the history of professional wrestling. No yeah, no slap. No nothing. He's abided no. by them rules. Wow, he's the only person to do it. Nice. I like the thigh slap, right? I don't care. I, do don't, I. I know it's not real, so... Slap your leg. That's a spirit. Roman comes out to address the universe. Not the W universe. The universe! And Heyman runs down all the opponents Roman has beaten in his title reign. He says there's no one left... But here comes Edge. Edge attacks Roman and sets him up for a concerto, but Jim Uso runs out for the save. <laughs> Roman escapes and Edge spears Jim through the barricade. Why and, did and Roman just forgot- go, yeah, it's Edge. I beat you. Yeah. And I forgot, to mention, I forgot to mention as well, Edge is going, where are you, Roman? Where are you? And he's over there. Yeah. <laughs> he's on the ramp. <laughs> Blind rage. This is the thing I was going to throw at you, though. Edge's shirt 
says iconoclast. 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 Mm -hmm. Which means destroyer of religions, religious images or something like that. Okay. Which could be a tease oh. for a feud with a certain Seth Rollins, since of course he is the one who says, "Believe in the what's his catchphrase?" <laughs> that catchphrase about <laughs> religions and whatnot. So it could be a potential tease. And of course, Rollins was. Re I don't know if you saw the um, the talk and smack clip where they announced that oh, Adam Pearce has made it official now. It's going to be Edge versus Roman Reigns at MITB. And Rollins is like, oh, no, it can't be. You're lying. How no. So he, gets, he gets annoyed. So I reckon Rollins is going to cost Edge, even though Roman doesn't need that sort of bull poo in his matches anyway. And in the SummerSlam, it'll be the iconoclast Edge taking on the religious man, Seth Rollins. Fame what's his catchphrase? Believe, what's it? Oh, I've forgotten completely. What's this when he was the Messiah? Does he, does he still do it? It's, it's still on his tron these days. It's like, believe... <laughs> I don't know, whatever. It's got religious connotations to me. Anyway, Believe it's so. not Buddha. Aye, Aye utterly, butterly. Seth Rollins. <laughs> yes. I think you've summed it up very well there, Ross. That's all that's happening. Uh, Edge is back with his shirt about not worshipping false idols. That's what Christians do. Oh! oh. I see what you've done there. Yes. Shabba. And that's all the thoughts I have on this, because it's like, yeah, it's Edge. How you doing, pal? You already I tell lost. You, his, um, his demonic gurn has... Oh, I tell you. He's a handsome man, is Edge. I don't care what... Because he used to say on the ENC pod of awesomeness, he was speaking about the, when he, him and Angle had the bald angle back in the day, because they played a rib on them, didn't they? Saying, oh, Edge, you're going to lose. And he was terrified, because he's like, I've got such an ugly face. And he doesn't. Oh, Edge, but when what? He, I know, this is what I mean. It makes you sick, doesn't it? Pathetic. Imagine looking like Edge Pretend, going, oh, I'm pretending ugly. that he's Put yourself insecure. in my shoes, Adam, you prick. <laughs> but when he gurns, is an evil, demonic sort of, oh, I'm obsessed with Roman Reigns' man. Bloody hell, it's terrifying, isn't it? Mm. Imagine, just imagine Edge at home, right, with Lyric and whatever his other daughter's called. And, and <laughs> Beth. Just imagine him in the bathroom mirror, practicing his evil face. <laughs> And the kids running in. What a scene that must be. You can make a sitcom on the network out of that. Uh, oh, did the big show show get cancelled? It did, yeah. Oh, okay. Never mind. <sighs> you did the Christmas the stage, special. Never mind cancelled. It was like, oh, God. <laughs> that was fantastic, man. <laughs> Not the big show showing. It was. It was fantastic. I, you know, I tuned in just to see because I saw the clip of it was Mark Henry, Mick Foley, and Rikishi. Rikishi singing I Want It That Way, I think, by... Was it I Want It That Way? Can't remember what it was. But then yeah. you get... You tune in just for that, and you're waiting for that to happen, but along the way, you get hooked by all the characters, all the... <laughs> hey, all the, the little the little scamps making Big Show's <laughs> no, life a, a misery. It was, they were meant to be his family, but the chemistry was lacking slightly. <laughs> <laughs> I hope England stay in the Euros for, the, for one reason, and that is for Ross to keep this energy... <laughs> <laughs> the sexual energy he's got this week. Sexual? There was no sexual about the Big Show show. Yeah. That was wholesome family fun. Uh -huh. Proper wholesome family fun. He falls off a roof, man. <laughs> <laughs> he falls off the roof. He falls off a roof, man. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> WWE Saturday Night Dynamite. Wait, why is it written like that? Oh, of course, because good old JR. More on that later on. Hangman Page faces Powerhouse Hobbs. Starks and Hook 
run out for the distraction, but Brian Cage arrives to shoo them off. Go shoo, shoo. And then Hangman wins. Yes, Team Taz forever dissolving, like one of those vitamin C tablets you put in your water in the morning. Jim Ross saying cowboy shiznit. This is something I would, I'd never thought I'd ever hear, but he did. And I laughed. I laughed my little cockles off, so I did. Um, Powerhouse Hobbs, I thought was a lot more animated here, a lot more sassy, a lot more, what's that saying? Gib to his jib. Gib to his jib. What am I trying to say here? A lot more. Whatever, whatever I'm trying to say. He was a lot more animated in this match, and I thought (laughs) the match benefited for it. Um, Yeah. And the reversal from the the book shot into the spine buster, it got me out of my chair, but crucially, it came third in my move of the week, so we're still waiting for that one to happen. I thought for sure that was going to win. <laughs> like the bookies again. Tully Blanchard and Conan have a gentleman's discussion in the ring. Represent FTR and Proud and Powerful. Oh, this was the Conan show. Conan wow. tells Tully something in Spanish and then says, hey, you probably should learn some Spanish if you want to try and talk to your grandkids ever. Uh-huh. What? I've, I've, I've written down a few of these things. George and me, apparently Conan <coughs> had proper, like, massive... Proper massive travel issues. Apparently, when he got Ooh. there like forty odd minutes before the show started, and had no idea what he was doing, and then went out and did that. Hola, le. Hola, le vato. What was the Arriba thing? Arriba la rata. Where did he Rock to the base. One two one two. Monkey. New monkey. Um, just starts. Just him saying. No shields matter. Drops a couple of cowies and then. Him and him and Tully Blanchard have a rave. Uh, no, uh, proud and powerful. We're stabbed, shot, kidnapped, and strangled, and left for dead. Apparently, which I find astonishing. For them That's a lot, there. yeah. But a couple yeah. of the zingers. He says, "You're from North Carolina, where men are men and the sheep are scared." Because <laughs> the men, the men shag the sheep. Um, we are scarecrows, outstanding in our field. Okay. Baboom. Those are the two zingers I've got written down. I thought I had more written down, but I haven't. Well, he did well. He was... Well, it was Conan. Yeah. He, he paid for it, though, lads. He paid for it. He He's bowdy, bowdy. Here they go. Here come the crew. And it was not Santino Ortiz. It was FTR in disguise. They've laid out their rivals backstage, and nobody's left to save Conan from a spike pile driver. Fantastic. Thanks for coming, Conan. Uh, Dante Martin is in the ring waiting for a match with Matt Seidel. But he's interrupted by Andrade and Vicky. And then they're interrupted by Seidel, who beats Martin, presumably setting up a future match for Andrade. Well, good book in yeah, there. So yeah, that's exactly what happened. Basically, Andrade interrupted him to talk about how good he was. And then Seidel was... I think it's leading to Seidel and Andrade. I think it was just a it device is, it, it, to yeah, get it got, us to... It got, yeah. announced, it got announced on the Wednesday Dynamite. Ah, but yeah, I thought it he, made... he called out Matt something. Yeah, brother of Jake something. Imagine getting like cut off by the Seidels in AEW, just strictly in kayfabe. They're not like up there, are they, on the totem pole? Imagine getting cut off and having no riposte. I thought it made Andrade look as cheap as somebody else's suit. Not his suit, but somebody mm. else's suit. Mm. Tut. Tut, tut. Tus, but it's huge, it's huge announcements, announcements going to be Theatre Trinidad, isn't it? I've I hope com- so. I've convinced myself it's going to be that. I hope it's just the announcement. The announcement is... I'm mint. <laughs> That's that would it. be good. Bye. Here's the, I don't, here's, where was his sassy delivery in WWE? Because his like nonchalant, like, oh, hello, I am Andrade. Because they probably went speak as politely and eloquently as possible. So it's like, oh, it's just it was very yeah, like yeah. speaking oh, so, clock. Andrade, so sarcastic, it's fantastic. Yeah, 
I did an impression of a Mexican person when you were away <laughs> one week, Ross, and um, Adam and Matthew laughed at me, like to the point where I realised I'd done something wrong. Which Mexican so, person? Oh, Ricardo Rodriguez. Go on then. Nope. Why? I just because pre- I said I was trying. I was Pacini made me do an impression of like five different ring announcers, and my Pacini. one for him was like, you know how he always seemed to be in a rush when he's getting to the ring, and he sounds like he's a bit far away from the microphone. But I made up a word. I thought, I thought, excuse me, was excusamente in Spanish, which I was then informed on Twitter by some very nice Spanish-speaking people, to be fair to them. Um, isn't a word. It's just not a word. I've made that up. So I was going just, like, excusamente, but... Why is that bad? But when Ross does... No, I don't get it. I don't get it. it. It's because you have the Partridge S delivery, especially when you said that. Oh, Ross, a lost. few weeks ago, I did an impression of a Mexican person. A Mexican person. Hey. Where's this going? I did. An alien? No, no, that's not what I mean. I just mean that, that when Ross, he did like his impression of Andrade's accent there, Matthew didn't bat an eyelid. But I did my admittedly borderline impression of Ricardo Rodriguez. And I remember, I don't remember your reaction, Matthew, but I remember Adams being like, you know, his laugh he does when he tries to make you feel like you're going to get in trouble. He goes like, <laughs> I'd love to. That, that's the worst sound in the world to hear because you know it's hard. It's no. so it makes your heart beat fast. You're like, no, what's happened? To it be was fair, fine. to be we're just living up to the English stereotype, aren't we? Which Amanda Holden did uh, at Eurovision this year, which I I thought she brought shame upon our nation. Oh no, when what, she, did, what she did she do again? When she when she, when she was uh, here, are the results from England or whatever. Um, and she was like, oh, these funny words in German and French. <laughs> what do they mean? They sound oh, funny. Oh, Amanda. What? Get out, man, Amanda Holden, will you? Get out of here. Go away. Um, what are we on about now in the wrestling? Yeah, no, often uh, yeah wrestling. Um, blah, blah, blah. Early today, Dante, Sammy... versus Sand- Dante versus Seidel in the, 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 the lovely ambiance of the, 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 the Florida sky. Oh, That's what yes. This now, is the yeah. match, wasn't it? Oh, what that picture. Whoever took those pictures deserves to go in our Hall of Fame, but I don't know who it is, so we can't possibly say. Yeah, that's probably the most memorable thing Dante Martin's done in his AW stint so far. A sunset flip, and what a sunset flip it was, in front of a sunset. Oh, my God, poetry in motion. But every, this match, everything was, everything was snow, so snug. Because it was like that double knees off the top rope that Dante was like on the mat sort of sat up and Seidel did the double knees and it just like... It's slotted in there. I've written it down here. How can you be so precise? Are you a, C- <laughs> are you a CNC machine? Which is taking me back to my A-level DT, where I would use the CNC machine to cut out certain bits from me, uh, me, my TV unit, which I made. It was a wonderful design. I got several thin bits of plywood right, wrapped them round into a mould, glued them together, and made a continuous C-shape for a TV unit. And I got Ooh. an A. I got an A, lads. I got an A. I Did made a little he... Steve Steve Austin wooden head thing where he was pointing and at somebody because I couldn't do the other thing he does with his hands and fingers uh, <laughs> and with a big wooden head that like jostled around and I got a C plus. Oh, so I guess the TT teacher was a WCW fan. <laughs> I Yet. DT was my worst subject. I got a C, and then the next term I told my teacher that I did jujitsu, which I did at the time, and then I got an A. But I didn't improve. Oh, you scared of you? No, no, he, he was also into his martial arts and he respected me more. Uh, it was a fraudulent system and I dropped DT after that. <laughs> Never looked back. <laughs> I love DT, me. Just get I hate stuff. it. I hate it. I can't oh. stand it. Oh. You just, oh, in hours, you, you, had, you had like the first class at the start of the term where like it was laid out what you had to do as part of the term. 
then you were just left alone to go and make things on your own. Oh, bliss. Bliss, I tell thee. I made a TV unit a- AS level and then a bucket seat for me car in A level. Fantastic. Lovely. Nice. Oh. I, you know what I missed, Ross? The smell. It's the wood. The wood. Oh. oh. That big old scary thing where the teacher says, do not put your hands in this, you idiot. We, yeah, you have the technician there who was like, not a full teacher, but like you always had the house on the. We had like our t- technician for the DT stuff. His house was like in the grounds of the school. Like, like just like yes, basically, yeah. You couldn't understand a word he said. I don't know what Hagrid's like in Harry Potter, but it was like it was like having Ozzy Osbourne as like a, a DT <laughs> assistant. <laughs> don't touch that. That'd be it. Just shout at you, <laughs> Mister Carling. His name was mine. <laughs> which of course was topical when you were like 16 because of beer and stuff yeah. like that <laughs> did you have a drink this weekend Mr. Carlin would say <laughs> great times had by all great times cheers no we didn't have I wonder if that's a normal thing because we only had a janitor and he probably didn't live there he looked like he did you know what I'm saying thinking back at it he wasn't well dressed he was like, they they had, like the... the Brooklyn Brawler thing going on with the same dirty <laughs> gear he had on last month they always have skin oh. like scrotums don't they that's what you want both... from a technician, though, don't you? A well, well, weathered man, <laughs> a man of experience. Yeah, see a fresh-faced youngster going. I know what to do. You're like, nah, you're not getting enough injuries, mate. <laughs> a guy looks like a scrotum with legs. Oh, here we go. He knows what he's doing. <laughs> Mister Scrot, you had any good drinks this week? <laughs> oh, no, they do. Though. That's the sad thing. They do all have skin like scrotums. Oh. I hope Janet's listen to the show and go. I, I take great offence <laughs> from letter from B Orsack <laughs> and his address in school grant. Admittedly, Near the bike shed. Admittedly, my skin does look like a scrotum, but my scrotum itself is baby smooth. What <laughs> <laughs> yeah. about yourself here, other? No, no, wait, wait, wait. Is, this, is this the pressure, Jack? Or? No, I tried to mime writing into us, but I think it just went wrong. Oh, dear me. Okay, calm down. Speaking of scrotes, Sammy Guevara is attacked by Sean Spears backstage. (laughs) Uh, The Pinnacle are interviewed and brag about this, as well as MGF's recent attack on Dino Malenko. They're ambushed by Jericho. Dino Dino Malenko, that's right. Okay, cool. That's why I call him Dino. They're ambushed by Jericho and Hagar, and everybody brawls to the ring. The Pinnacle have greater numbers and are about to break Jericho's arm, but Guevara runs out to fight them off with a chair. Yep. <coughs> yeah, it's building to what we'll see on Wednesday night. Exactly. Gang we're warfare. doing AW twice in one week. Mm. They did do that twice. I thought we got episodes mixed up here because that happens in the other one as well, doesn't it? Well, they've been doing this so, for so <laughs> long. We could have just said the Pinnacle and the Circle do something together and you can make it up in your head. Mm. Uh, Ethan Page beats Bear Bronson with help from Scorpio Sky. After match, he challenges Darby Allen to a coffin match. Never mind that. Ethan Page giving Bear Bronson, who is the size of two fridges duct taped together, his uh, razor's edge. Not quite razor's edge, more like an awesome bomb. The ego's, the ego's edge. Yeah, the ego's edge. I, I think that's go, what he calls I it. I thought you going to go for the, speaking of scrotums once again, but the one hell of a, a whack to the tally whacker, which gave a visible jiggle, which is what oh. you want to see from a low blow. That's a lot of jiggle. <laughs> to juggle what um, yeah he's big he, he, deceptively big uh, sorry deceptively nimble for a big man <laughs> he's a grown on a show yeah, which one are uh, we to oh Bear Bronson yeah and right. Ethan Page is deceptively strong right right he right, certainly right. is but I that, mean I know the, he's been 
I think Ethan Page is one of the few wrestlers who really benefit from the lockdown period because all he's done is social media and get jacked and leave Impact. So his wrestling career is going up and up and up. <laughs> they don't really appreciate that until you see him get in the ring and give that to Bear Bronson. You're like, oh, okay. Yeah. Looking forward to the coffin match, guys? Yeah. Should we get, yeah. Yeah. Should get some uh, throat sweets. Oh, shut up, Matthew. Don't you dare. Don't <laughs> God. Chris Statlander beats the Pretty bunny. Oh, God. <coughs> Your well, turn now, Just at each, each other. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. The, the coffin match. <laughs> oh, we're carrying on with Do an impression of a Mexican oh. coffin. No. What would Andrade look like if he was coughing? Yeah, go on. This new Andrade would be like... <laughs> that one. It, it go, excusamente, and then go like he's about to cough into the mic, then cough directly in the microphone. That's what I'll call it. The very fact is. that I made that mistake, right? Not Nobody who... Nobody who'd... People who'd never done Spanish, right? They would never have made that mistake. What I've done is I've taken other Spanish suffixes and attached it to excuse me and just made a balls out of it. But... Hopefully, through that mistake, our lovely Spanish-speaking listeners will understand that I have a deep respect for their language and <laughs> would never mock it, ever. That's made things better. Yeah, 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 yeah. It is funny, though, because Jack's like, hang on, many people make mistakes. Like, I haven't got anybody saying anything about me getting Switzerland and Sweden mixed up a few weeks ago, so... Phew. I know, it's just... It's just just how it goes, isn't it, Matthew? It doesn't matter. Yeah. Oh, Jack the job has made a mistake. Yeah. It's Adam Pacitti's fault. It is. It is. I think it is. I think it is. Yes. Oh, glory. Cristiano mm. uh, beats the bunny after Orange Cassidy stops the Blade from interfering. After the match, Cassidy is beaten down by Blade and Helico and Jack Evans. Gang warfare. That's right. It's like 1997 on Monday Night Raw. <laughs> it's never stops being gang warfare in AEW. We need more motorbikes. Vroom, vroom. Eightball. And guys with one name names. Pitbull, 8-Ball. We got some of them. Dick. Slapjack and them, the lads. Slapjack. Oh, Wait, no, God. Slapjack, no. Has Slapjack been released? No. No. No, okay. No way, has he? He's just been put in the naughty corner for a long time. Right. He just, he's kind of in between worlds right now. Mason <laughs> T-Bar are still there. Yeah. Still, why are they still a tag team? Anyway... Britt Baker, why, I, I was under the, imperc- I was to say, under the impression, uh, yep. watching this Dynamite, that Britt Baker must have been injured because yet another week had passed by on Dynamite with Britt Baker dude, just doing a promo. Her title reign has been pish so far. And if again, I was thinking she must have been injured, but clearly she's not after doing the wrestling on the most recent Dynamite. So what's going on with this one, Tay K? Huh? Huh? I think because her promos are so effective and good. I'm alright if they're not wrestling every week. I'm alright with the entire roster having the same people not wrestle every single week. But that's this week. We'll go on but, to but the other to wrestle once like would be week. nice, you know. This, yeah. this has been how many weeks since she won the title and she was just cutting promos on staircases with, with Reba and Tony. That's, that was her title reign to, to then. That is true, Ross, but it's nice when you don't have the champion wrestling every week because then it builds up and builds up and it feels like a special occasion when it does happen. Such as Jungle Boy facing Kenny Omega for the AW title. Uh, he loses, I mean, obviously. It's a nice, fun match uh, that got overrated by some weird people. But uh, oh, very solid. it's kicking off here. Well, uh, it's just we have to remind ourselves, don't we? That like, why I got seven stars for this or six? Stars I thought it was a good. I thought it was a good match. Yeah, but then we're like, oh wait, 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 like AEW, like Melter's not unbiased at all towards a company, and we all know this. But sometimes I forget. 
And I go, why, what makes what you is... say that, Matthew? I don't know. What's the Young Bucks double team called? Yeah. Now, there yeah. is someone who actually is on the payroll, unlike us who just pretend to be because we're sad. Um, did, did you see, by the way, a few weeks ago when they did that Forbes interview, the Barry lad, who I love, I've got to mention this, uh, he did a, a, a mock version of it saying, yeah, it was it was a bit of a, oh, I forget what the words, but the words were like, it was uh, upset when those numbers came out about us paying all those companies to be on the payroll and put out there as a joke. And a few people latched onto it going, aha, this confirms that thing that was put out, <laughs> that PNG. The love of yeah. God saying all these people were paid. So I just like that getting brought up and people falling for it. I thought, yeah, I, I thought it was a, a good match, but I saw some, a lot of people say it was like the greatest dynamite match ever, and it could well be, but it never struck me as something like I'll be, I'll be, I'll be telling me grandkids about when I'm an old man. Oh, I was there watching Kenny Omega versus Jungle Boy. Um, I like yeah. the story though. I did like the story because Kenny Omega was very nonchalant, extracting the mic out of uh, Jungle Boy's hair. And then it turned out at the end of the match, the hair was the only thing that saved him because it looked like he was going to tap out with the snare trap, but he grabbed the long hair because the hair was long and there to be grabbed the hair that he took the piss out of earlier on. So I like that. I like that flip reverse, if you will, Blazing Squad. Mm-hmm. That was good. <laughs> Thank you for that last bit. <laughs> no, thought... that was a... Oh, I uh, just I thought the ending, which we'll get onto, felt weirdly shoehorned in and took away from what should have just been the end of the show. But we'll, sorry, I'll. Yeah, what, I'll Jungle Boy kissing the parking lot. No, no, I mean, that was. That was, that was that better was than huge, the match. Huge pop from me for that. But um, no. Steady on now, steady on. No, no, huge cheer from me for that. But um, no, no. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> the aftermath of this match, the, uh, the running at the end of it. Did yes. I not write it? You certainly did. Matt Hardy and a private party attack, but Christian fights back until the Young Bucks hit him with super kicks. Hardy hits the twist of fate on Christian to end the show. Is it any wonder Jim Ross called it WWE? I am waiting for Christian to turn on Jungle Boy. I think this has been a big old bloody ruse to get Christian being a heel. Well, Jungle Boy turns on a lot of people. Oh, sorry. Um, What were you saying? Neil Jack. Oof. Swing and a miss. Oh, I, right. know, I didn't I hear what you said. So no, I didn't hear what you pardon. said. Oh, God. You said that so quickly, I missed it, Matthew. Say it yeah, again. I didn't get it. I didn't hear it either. Jungle Boy turns on so many people. Ah! Oh. <laughs> turns that... on. Turns them yeah. on. Yeah. I'll cut Turns them sorry, on because he's because he's sexy. Yeah. yeah. So, um... The yes! I got, yeah, it's a good one. It's I liked it. Just it didn't was a good it. one. <laughs> sorry about that, Matthew. No, no, no. I'm sorry. That was I was horrible. I did it. No, no. He does turn. He is sexy. Yeah. We can I'll never let you a, deny that. About a new it. chant for um, AEW can be like the Southgate chant for England, but with Jungle Boy instead of Southgate. Can you still turn me on. <laughs> Jungles come. Jungles come. Jungle is massive again. Yeah, jungle is massive. Wicked, wicked. <laughs> Yeah, this was good, but it wasn't even the best AW Dynamite match of the week, in my opinion. So it was very good. It's what Jungle Boy needs. And as someone pointed out, the best thing about Jungle Boy is necessarily the athleticism and uh, the stable he's in or stuff like that. He's like, he has that feature that not a lot of people in AW have at the top end of the card. He's very likable. Yeah. He's just a nice, like, oh, yeah, good. Good, do the thing. You smile, you don't do promos where you sound like an ass. You're not going, I hope I do well here. Unlike 
in WWE or any of the other stuff. You just, a, he's just a nice, likable wrestler. Your boy was doing that recently, Matthew, I've got to say. Which boy? Eddie Kingston. Oh, yeah. So after the show ended, uh, Eddie Kingston did a little promo where he talked about how great AW was and just did standard AW. Thanks for coming. You're the best. Unlike the other dude, you know, whatever. I didn't think too much of it. And then apparently everyone's commenting going, I can't believe And I'm like, really? I know. I, know. I, even, but, I wouldn't have thought Bully about this Ray. promo twice unless... And then <coughs> Bully Ray says, stay in your lane. From the ECW company, that would always yeah. take the Michael out of the other companies at the time. Apparently someone found an instance of him doing it at Impact as well. Yeah. So even later on. Yeah. What, Eddie, Eddie doing it or Bully? Or? No, 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 Bully. no. Sorry, Bubba Bu- Ray. No, but he was saying that I can do that because I went to WWE. But Eddie Kingston can't, so we should stay in your... I think Bully Ray just says these things so people can listen to his show. Why why, why do we do anything nowadays to get the hits? These bloody shock jocks looking for attention. Of course eh? he is. Eh? I guess we'll have to wait and find out from Anna Jay if Jungle is indeed massive. Right, sorry. um... (laughs) Thank you, because now no one's going to be talking about my bad line. Thank you, Jack. You're such a good friend. <laughs> I've got a worse one if you want it. She should now be called Anna Jane because of Tarzan. <laughs> oh, that's actually yeah. a good one. That's not even yeah. rude or Matthew, anything, Ross. Terrible, terrible scenes. That's terrible. a great pun. Ah, oh. awful. That's not. I, I, that. I, to, to be honest, though, if they get married, and I know this sounds creepy, but if they get married, I hope that Phil Collins is there playing lots of songs from Tarzan the movie because they that in terms of a soundtrack, it's up there with the best of all time, and I don't care what you say. I heard recently that Jungle Boy might be getting some kind of like creative control clause in his contract, so we'll just have to wait and find out how the Jungle Book. Oh, oh, nice, nice. The pause at the end and the face made it. (laughs) That was bloody (laughs) Ross. I've got nothing, so let's go to Raw. Adam Pearson, Sonia Deville. Hey, sounds like devil. It tells us that Orton is absent for reasons beyond WWE's control. Do we know what this was, by the way? Or was no. just a storyline? Yeah, yeah, it was uh, Riddle gave uh, Randy Orton his, his bag with um, the stash in. And Orton just couldn't get there because he was too bloated with all the burgers. I don't, I don't, know, the re- I don't know the real reason, though. No, no that, was, that was the real reason. I asked Riddle. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Riddle by uh, way of which? Right, which one? Do we Instagram. Because uh, I did Ryan Satan again. Oh, okay, I, Ross. I did that. I did that video, didn't I? Where I, I DM'd all the wrestlers and got a bit of flack for being a, a creep, even though it's a, a common YouTube trend that dozens of YouTubers have done. But when I do it, it's weird, apparently. But uh, yeah, I, it, it took it took him over five months to reply, but he eventually did. So I've now got access to to Riddle direct. So I, oh. I DM'd him saying, uh, "Do you fancy getting baked and having some yogurt?" And it took him five months to reply. Every day of my life, I fancy that, bro. Oh, he clearly awesome. doesn't, because it took him five months to. Mm. Yeah. Unless he was just busy doing that, and then... maybe. Yeah, I got a direct out to him. Sweet. Hi. How is that lawsuit? Riddle shows up and wants Orton's place in the Money in the Bank qualifier triple threat, and shows them a note apparently written by Orton. And they're like, look, it's written by him. There's a snake on it. And then Adam Pearce is like, you're a buffoon. This is clearly not Randy Orton's writing. And you just drew a little snake here. And they zoom in. And Riddle's like, I thought, this was, 
I thought this was the best character development Matt Riddle has done. Sorry, just Riddle has done since forgetting his lines and scooting away. I thought this was this was more <coughs> in the right direction for Riddle. Less of the brain dead stuff, more of the aloha. Because I, I, I had a little chocolate aloha. I thought that Riddle's whole appeal on the indies was that he was this like mellow dude and stuff, but he was actually like an absolute killer. Like you could actually, yeah. But then they kind of took that all away. But I do think at least they may be building him up into something. Like I agree with Ross. This was one of the better segments involving Riddle in a while. It's weird because I hate watching him on Raw, but he consistently puts on some of the better matches. But I just, I, is it worth it when he, he's in so much of the backstage stuff? Just being this caricature. Yeah. There's so many people who go, wow, Riddle's one of the highlights of Raw. And I'm like, oh yeah, in the ring, I can't take his ability away from him. It's like, no, in his segments where he talks, no. I'm like, no, okay, no, I'm no, not no, on the same no, level no, as you guys, so no. I'm just going to move on. I'm glad people watching this love this. Uh, I've, I've smoked less weed because of Riddle now on Raw. <laughs> uh, they put him in a you battle royal what, instead. Matthew? What's that? Sorry? You do what? No, I can't hear you, Ross. You're breaking up. Uh, they put him in a battle royal instead. Uh, the winner getting Randy Orton's spot. Would you believe it? The only person to get an entrance is the person who wins the whole thing. I don't know why, with three hours to kill and a lot of filler, let's face it, on the show, they couldn't have had the entrances and stuff and made this Battle Royal seem important, but is that just a weird thing for me? Because all like, the themes are crap these days, that's why. Oh, yeah, they have to pay money to CFSO dollar sign. Or oh, man. Wrestling music has taken a big hit. Well, on the WWE side anyway. They're also generic, aren't they? There's no... Get Big Jim back in. I miss Big Jim. Big Jim got it. He's on SmackDown. He's got. Oh, yeah, the other Big Jim. <laughs> Medium Jim. I tell you uh, what. So though, the Battle I... Royal, though, however, they did have a lot of storylines interwining then. I like that. Uh, Ali betrays Mansur and throws him out. While Jeff Hardy and Cedric Alexander continue their. I guess it's a feud. Uh, and on the outside, Truth, Gulak, and Tozawa exchange the 24 7 title, which is suddenly back on TV. And then back in the ring, Riddle last eliminates Damien Priest. To win the match and demands that Orton's music was played instead of his in tribute to his fallen friend. Okay. There was a part of this match which got me riled up. Riled up good and proper, lads. And it was the bit where Angel Garza gets eliminated but started hopping around the ringside area. I don't know what it is about that, but I don't like that. I do not like that. Because why the wouldn't everybody rule. just do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn you, Shawn Michaels. Damn you, the, straight to hell. The one foot All right, rule. Bro. I think needs some tighter regulations around it because you're right. Why wouldn't everyone just hop? Not another much. bad, another bad one was when you know Kofi's had some great ones, right? But do you remember the one where he was like, yeah, his arms and legs were in the air and he kind of just shuffled his ass and got back to the ring. That was a poor one because I remember thinking most of your body's on the floor. Like it's just not. Howard Finkel has to add next year: both feet and ass. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. 
we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Nikki Cross faces Shayna Baszler. Uh, Bliss interferes and beats up Nia and Reggie which strikes Shayna and almost allows Nikki to win. Bliss leaves and Nikki wins anyway with a quick <laughs> The structure of this match was bizarre. Yeah. So Nikki, Nikki almost wins off this, this interference from Bliss and then wins anyway. <laughs> it's like, what? Because she can do it on her own because she's a superhero now. You know? I see what people I... speculating that she did a thing at the start where she's like, I'm Nikki and I am almost a superhero. A-S-H. Ash, that's my name. Right. And people going, wait. Ash is in Ashley is in that comedian writer person didn't know the name of the champ. Oh, was that a reference to that? And I have no idea. You never guess who else's name's Ashley. Go on, Charlotte Flair. Her name's yes. Ashley. Yeah. So maybe it was a reference to Charlotte Flair. I'll take your name, said Nikki Ash to Ashley oh. Fleur. Is it oh. Fleur? How do you pronounce it? Yeah, Fleur. it's like Flehera. Um. I, I, to be honest with you, I wasn't a fan of this next step in the Nikki Ash character. Because the, the thing that made... Because obviously the comparisons are there were Hurricane, aren't they? The thing that made Hurricane great was the fact he was a, an, a, a, an, intentious, uh, an intended crap parody of a superhero, wasn't he? He wasn't yeah. going, you can too be a superhero because you all have a superhero inside of you. I believe you can do great things and, and dress like a superhero and be, good, be, be, be a good thing. Nah, that doesn't wash for me, Nicky Ash. Not <laughs> you, went a bit, you started going with Michael McIntyre there. You can <laughs> also be a You can also be a good superhero. <laughs> yeah. That's what I thought you were doing. You too can uh, be great. Let's do Michael McIntyre. <laughs> 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 funny when I go across the stage very quickly and do this? People, people, love, Michael Michael people love him. People absolutely him. love him. Hate yeah. him. Oh, yeah. Matt Riddle. It's Talking the closest for three minutes or ten minute McIntyre set. It's my my girlfriend's entire family, right? They all love Michael McIntyre, and I was sat that we watched an entire hour and a half Michael McIntyre special, and I was just sat so there. Three going, jokes. This guy is terrible. He just he runs across the stage, bobbing his head, going, "I was in my car watching this guy drive down the road, and I followed him." That's it. That's the act. Oh, get in the bin, Michael McIntyre. I feel like I've touched I was in the bin with my friend. <laughs> you know when you're in a bin, clang, clang, clang. Yeah. And Ross is um, saying, don't come back here. <laughs> the bin is where the peasants live. I don't live in a bin because I'm Michael McIntyre. Tory <laughs> bastard. I've got no idea if he's a Tory. He strikes me as one, though. Let's he's just call him one and let's just run with it. Yeah. I, oh. I usually works on the show, right? 
I love Pacini. Well, we... <laughs> I... Oh! Who are we talking about? Before Michael, Michael McIntyre. Nikki Ash. Nikki Ash. Nikki. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she... So, the, yeah, the hurricane was meant to be a send-up of superheroes, you were saying, Ross, I think. Yeah, yeah, just it's too on the it's a two on the nose here going, you too can be a superhero, therefore yeah. I'm dressing like a superhero, so you too can believe in yourself. Ah no, I don't think that's gonna work when crowds go back in. I think we're it was very nineteen ninety four for me that I think she's in yeah, yeah. Making a change, Nikki. Yeah. But yeah, she you're right, we can't all be superheroes. That's that's no. Let's say Bianca no. Belair going, you know, if you two are getting bullied. <sighs> You she too must turn into a world-class athlete and a very charismatic lady, and you too can stop being bullied. I can't, man, Bianca. I'm pathetic. Bianca could have... <laughs> it, it's so weird how there's so many women on the roster over the years who are like, you know, I have to relate to the crowd. So, you know, you pathetic, bullied, insignificant worms. Don't worry. I was once one of you, and then I got jacked. And now I'm a child. I liked it when, when it happened the other way around, when Rhea, in the build-up to Mania, they decided... She should be a heel, and she just tweeted like, "You're all pathetic worms," but out of, out of nowhere, though. Yeah, and I might, I might. That just makes me want to cheat, cheat. No, don't more. do that, Matthew. Don't do that. Well, what am I? My pathetic. No, no. There's a dangerous energy running around this podcast this week. It certainly is. Everyone's horned in. No, no. On the wrestling. No. The wrestling. Kofi Kingston cuts a promo on Bobby Ashley, saying that he'll get revenge for Xavier Woods when he takes Bobby's title. MVP interrupts and laughs at that dear. Ha ha ha. Kofi suggests that MVP has been faking his limp. And MVP says that if he was cleared, he'd kick Kofi's ass right now. Kofi heads to the outside, ducks a cane shot, not blue cane, and hits Trouble in Paradise. I thought this was fantastic. I'm loving the Kofi versus Ashley uh, build-up. Yeah, we also uh, we built a Brock Lesnar here as well. I think we the, no, the, the seeds. The, even though Nick Khan hates MMA and therefore Brock Lesnar will never wrestle a match for the the Fed again, uh, the seeds were sown here because Bobby Lashley said that what Brock did to Kofi will look like child's play compared to what oh, sorry MVP would have said that what Bobby will do to him. Yeah. Oh. Brock would be like, how dare you say what I did to Kofi looked like child's play. What <laughs> I'll do back. to you will look <laughs> like child's play. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Be good for you. You think... Kofi's went, which one? One, two, three, Bride Chucky. <laughs> do you think that's a real tease or do you think it's just MVP's turn of phrase? I like to read into things too much just to keep things exciting. So it's probably nothing, but I like to think it's something just to keep yourself Fair going, enough. you know? Otherwise, if you don't have that, what's the point in being here? <laughs> I think it's a good point, Ross. I think if he says it next week, then we could start getting worried. Yeah. Worried. Two weeks of Brock references. It's like, no, oh, no. Imagine if Michael McIntyre came down. Jack Whitehall was in, in, I was about to say, in ECW there. Could you imagine Jack Whitehall in ECW? <laughs> AEW. Um, yeah, he was pulling uh, funny faces and stuff. And Jack Whitehall seemed very nervous. And I had no idea he was a wrestling fan, but it seemed like he actually was. I think that's just him. But then some people were saying that. It would only have just. It would have been because the ITV connection with yeah. AEW. But I thought he, he fooled me. I thought he was a real massive wrestling fan. He seemed buzzing. I don't know. No, uh, I remember he did that one joke one time on like Mocker Week or something where he says like, uh, some he tweeted something against someone who was in front of him, and it was about them and the conclusion was then then they saw the tweet and everybody in the carriage saw it. The implication was that everybody in the train followed Jack Whitehall on Twitter for this joke to work. I'm like, 
I know stories that comedians say don't happen, but you are taking them, Michael, slightly here, pal. So. Uh, he's quite famous. Yeah, but like everybody in the train following him. Well, everyone on the train having Twitter, Wait, even. To be fair, he would have been in first class, wouldn't he? And that's where all the Tories sit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. they... That's right, Ross. That, that's he is right. the Tories comedian, isn't he? That's the impression I get from Jack that, Whitehall. That, that's right. Yes, him, McIntyre. I'm, I'm a posh boy called Jack Whitehall, and I will say posh things with my father. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's Whitehall, that's, program, that's the residence that my father owns. <laughs> yeah. Freddie Flintoff, you come from the north, do you? <laughs> Would you, you like to hear gravy? my impression? It's someone from the no. Oh, whatever. Even like, in oh, do like drop. I'm so, sure. That... By the way, sorry. Oh, really like Flintoff. He seems like a sound, sound man. I like Flintoff. I just like, well. I like him. He seems like a great guy. He's from the he north. Like... He's real. You know, He's probably a you... Tory, you know. Oh, no, no, oh, no, no, no. Imagine, oh, no. If, imagine, though, if you were in the presence of uh, Freddie Flintoff. I don't know if you ever get this, where you're in the presence of a lad who's too much of a lad and you kind of handle the ladness. Hmm. I reckon Freddie Flintoff, when he got going, would uh, be a bit like that. Oh, I thought you were going to say Freddie would be the one to try and calm it down and be like, come on now, lads. We're no, all more friends see, here. I'd be, I, watched, I, I flicked on the best of Top Gear because I couldn't sleep the other night, right? I've, 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 I've never watched it. <laughs> I'd never watched it before, and I was thinking, I'll give it a go because it's, it's him... <coughs> The actual car fell. Oh, off. current, current top gear. Current, yeah, current, yeah. yeah. It's it's Freddie Flintoff. It's Paddy McGuinness and the actual car guy. And it, Freddie Flintoff, he's 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 too much of a lad for me. He's 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 you know I'm I'm in the middle there. He's like up here doing like uh. taking his pants up. Like they had to, they were living in, in cars for 24 hours doing that YouTube trend. And he was doing the shiwi stuff. And he got like he got he got he got the whittle all over him and stuff. And he was just like la- lapping it up, going oh lads lads lads. And he was like doing disgusting things. Like you're a dirty man, you. Freddie Flintoff, you're a dirty man. Too much for me. That's disappointing. I don't like him. Yeah. That's disappointing. Yes, because oh, I look at him and go, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> I can live vicariously through Freddie Flintoff <laughs> and his wee. <sighs> from one bad smell to another, Eva Marie and Dewdrop take on Asuka and Naomi. Eva Marie jumps down from the apron when Dewdrop looks for a tag, but she still wins in dominant fashion because she's Dewdrop. And Eva Marie <laughs> takes the credit again, and Dewdrop isn't happy. They are rocketing through a storyline, which looks like it was going to yeah. take a few weeks, if not months, to go through in, what, yeah. two weeks? That's, that's two why thought, I thought, I, sorry, go on, Jack. I, was just, I thought they were going full Virgil, Ted DiBio, like drawn out long, yeah. but no. But it's missing oh. out the entire year and a bit that they were together as a normal yeah. team. But. That's just why I find it so weird that Dewdrop has actually changed their Twitter handle, because that tells me it's going to be more of a, her name is Dewdrop for a long time yeah. going forward, because it, it's not like... I don't know why this has come to mind, but vasectomies have come to mind here. And Michael Scott off the office, snip, snap, snip, snap, because he gets the vasectomy, gets it reversed. He gets the vasectomy again, he gets it reversed. Because um, that's what uh, Jan wants him to do. It's not a reference that is clearly lost on everyone on this podcast apart from me. But our Twitter handles like that. Can you change back and forward, back and forward? So you're comparing Twitter handles to vasectomies? Aye. Right. Snip, snap, snip, snap. Do so drop, like... pipe a nibbin. Do drop, pipe a nibbin. So... Not the, not the, ha- so it was the actual hand, it was the at bit. That's now Dewdrop. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, it's, that might be, ooh. Because the story they're telling is that Eve Marie is very sort of flippantly calling out, she's, she's Dewdrop, she doesn't matter, but Piper Niven is still Piper Niven in her mind. And, she, and by the way, she flattened Asuka and Naomi on this week's Raw. How crazy is that? Bloody hell. All credit <laughs> yeah. in the world to her. Um, mm. But yeah, it's weird that, uh, that yeah, I don't, I don't know. Oh, yeah, for people who don't know her outside of the wacky world of the Wii in NXT UK, oh, yeah, Viper, Piper, never, whatever you want to call it, is Mind. Yeah. Yeah, so some crap. Just so, yeah, just in case people don't know and they might 
to be honest with you. I saw some crap tweet that was like, I just can't buy her as believable because she's not even good in the ring. And thankfully, oh. everyone replied to, thankfully everyone replied saying, no, no, she is good in the ring. Like, she really yeah. is good. Yeah. yeah. What a weird world to think we have to explain to people. Like, again, you forget, like, not everyone watched, you know, ICW, Fear and Northern or whatever. Like, no, no, she's one of the best things of the shows that she's on. Bloody not Jack right now, but... tweeting about wrestling, eh? Like, that was one of, his, one of his tweets, was it? Oh, it was Jack, yeah, it was him. And Michael was there. No, I don't know what we're, I don't know what we're doing. Yeah, we'll move on. Ricochet sprays Miz and Morrison with the drip stick. He <laughs> <laughs> got wet. Leading got to a wet. match between Ricochet and Morrison. And this was this was everything. I now watch segments like this, and all I think of is you, Ross, when you go, what is with these nerds in wrestling? Because <laughs> everybody here was a filthy, stinking, degenerate oh, no. nerd. Oh, no, no, Ricochet no. Was, Ricochet Rick, was that so lucky cool. Ricochet, not my dripstick. No, 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 like, no, what is no, happening stop, here? no. The Miz is not a nerd. The Miz isn't no, a no, no. nerd. No, Miz, respectively, isn't. But that's Ricochet the thing. is, though. Ricochet yeah, is, that, yeah. is, is prime fodder. Prime nerd fodder. I don't know what I'm saying here. I'm getting flashbacks to former... Newcastle Chronicle writer Chris Woff, he liked the word fodder. Nobody knows Fod- who fodder. that is watching. Fodder. Relegation. Fodder, yeah. for, for, relegation for fodder. Yeah, Chris Woff fodder. worked with us at What Culture, yeah. The strongest handshake I've ever... Oh, my word. I bumped, into him a few, bumped into him a few years after he left. And I'm not a, a floppy handshake man. You know, I do a little, a little grip. I'm like, oh, you know, it's just the done thing. Otherwise, my dad would be disappointed in me. But um, Chris Woff, like, crushed my hand. I was like, Jesus Christ, like, as if on purpose. And I thought, all right, Chris Woff, you've always been ple- you've always been pleasant to me, but... Just a reckless worker, isn't he? Just a reckless worker who will hurt his opponents inside the ring. But that's yeah. nobody knows who Chris Woff is on this podcast. Let's Chris Woff. Um, yes, uh, Ricochet is a massive nerd, <laughs> but Jomo and The Miz are most certainly not. They, they're that they're that, that good side of the, the heel, the, 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 the chicken poo nonsensical healing professional wrestling but the build the build up that matchup was awful horrible stuff but the match itself was absolutely fantastic the finish was insane they were like the father and the son of the flip flopping going at it even though I think Jomo is just about 8 or 9 years older maybe something like that I've got no idea he could be about 20 years older for all I know they're both fantastic wrestlers the Rock Hogan of the flippy floppers (laughs) Ricochet jumped over Miz's wheelchair that was a cool moment he jumped jumped off his knee didn't he wow Because Miz is going like, you got this, Johnny. He's got nothing on you, mate. And then I like when heels do that overly pantomime thing. Where, yeah. And then they get their comeuppance immediately. It's fun. Jomo and, and the Miz are good at that, yeah. Yeah. And then the, the final bit as well. I think it was the final bit where he did the old splasheroo over the barricade. Mm. Oh, another mm. CNC machine moment. Very precise. Mm. Uh, very good. But cameraman. that? Was that a thing of the week? No, it wasn't. No, we're still no. waiting for that. Oh. We're still waiting. We're still waiting for that oh. one. Oh, it could it's going to be a double team move on. It's going to be a Young Bucks double team move. Oh, yeah. I think I've seen you coming there, Jack the Jumper. I don't think okay, all right. Oh. I think I've seen you coming. But that was another... Yeah, just a, it's a shame that the, the bits in between the wrestling are so naff and so just for kids that we're sat here going, what are we doing with our lives? But the matches themselves are, mm. are good. Yeah. On, I thought this was another fairly decent Raw, this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh no, I, I would agree with you, Ross. Uh, and Ricochet and Mo, uh, Joe Mo appreciate their work, but Ricochet really needs to stop losing matches via double count out after he does a crazy move. Because after a while, it's like, what a great move! Oh, I lost again. Like, it was only a few weeks ago he did this with, uh, uh, oh god, what's his name? Michael McIntyre. Yeah, Michael McIntyre. <laughs> wrestling him, 
Actually, she's not that far <laughs> off. Then was a big change. They both and, did uh, a handspring and then backflipped and went like that. And Michael yeah, McIntyre got the mic <laughs> and goes, "You know cars." And then Ricochet got him and gave him a Spanish fly thing. Yeah. It was double. No, I've just got the the vision of Ishii being Michael McIntyre and winning matches by. <laughs> Michael McIntyre-esque headbutt is going. I used to imagine, imagine Ishii now with Michael McIntyre's like hair, like a wig of Michael McIntyre's hairstyle. It looks, it works. John, <laughs> thought to a SmackDown reference there. Uh, Charlotte Flair teams up with Natalia and Tamina to take on Rhea Ripley, Mandy Rose, and Dana Brooke. The bad guys win, but Rhea takes oh, out. Oh man, this was so, just, this was so disheartening because Tamina's uh, officially a heel. Yeah, so they're, heel, oh, they're the heels right. then. We've been wondering for weeks who are the heels in this tag team feud. And because they were aligned with Charlotte, I think it's... But then we don't know if Rhea's a face. They're all heels. They're oh, all heels. Every this yeah, match was a heel. heel. How can you forget about WrestleMania where organically... I'm getting I'm getting passionate here. Organically, the fans yeah. inside the arena were chanting to me in his name, but they've forgotten about that in double quick time. I hope that when That's fans right. come back, if you're watching and you're going to whatever show... Is coming up with the with the fans being there for the WWE, chant Tamina's name and prove them wrong. Absolutely, stand up to the man. Bye, Be- Becky. Holding and down. If you Tamina. are, if you're on the Newcastle area in a few months' time and uh, happen to be by a certain arena when Dewey comes knocking, I'm good, you mate. can chant along if Tamina's booked uh, to fly over the Newcastle with Ross. <laughs> my tic- Ross my t- my tickets, right? My tickets, which I bought, I got. An- <laughs> anniversary present right was to go and watch Smackdown and it was in the April of 2020 I think is when it originally was supposed to happen those tickets have carried over until September 2021 so I'm there I'm going I'm on the plane to Smackdown at the the Tele West Arena giant Tamina signing it's eight people to carry (laughs) Ross is going to be like an Italian football ultra leader like the one at the the front going oh Tamina is wonderful (laughs) Ross has got my mask my mask firmly on to conceal my identity. Okay. Yeah, but like, yeah, who could it be? <laughs> Who's that massive Tamina fan? No one else is that big of a Tamina fan. I'm a, I'm a big Tamina. I'm not as big a Tamina fan as Ross is, to be fair, Ross. It'd be great if we do that and she's not booked. It's like Ross made a event on Barry Corbin versus Nakamura for a crown on a pole. Tamina! Tamina! <laughs> she hasn't been advertised. Like, I mean, the, the, tribal, oh. chief, the tribal chief's going to be there, so that's, that's, that's a way to soften the blow. That's good. Yeah. God, I can't I wait for the can't wait for the podcast after the house show, so you can tell us some details that only happen at house shows because there's always something. There is always something. What yeah. things have happened in the past when we've been there? We saw AJ Styles nearly knock over a steward lady and then kiss her. Oh yeah. By way of apology, yeah. Eva Marie got in the ring and fell on her ass. Um, <laughs> Ryan, Ryan Ryan Taylor was there front row. Ryan Taylor, the footballer. The footballer. Oh, this was right. like, this is when he I think just left Newcastle. I think at the time. Mm-hmm. Fun times have by all. Uh, I remember the time show. me remember oh, the time me and Jack went right to the um, NXT oh. house show, and we were making right the front the row in front of us. We were making <laughs> all the japery we're having and making them laugh endlessly. Yeah, back. we were popping the. Should have. We we were young and enthusiastic back back then. <laughs> it's actually we should have been charging a fee. We should, we put on a show. <laughs> we put on a show like like for that row in front of us. I only remember one joke I made. Ross was Ross was carrying the bulk of the comedy for the front row for the row in front. Uh, all I said was everyone was shouting, "Asuka's going to kill you," and I waited for a quiet moment, and then I went, "She might not." And they loved, they loved that. <laughs> yeah. This is before we were ever on camera, by the way. I know. I think... little, little did they know that sat behind them was was was, was, was na- no. name was name redacted and Jack the Jobber of, of what culture fame. 
Which, by why the way, kind of say. Why did, why did mine never get trademarked? I'm not. I'm not going to tempt fate. I'm, anyway, it doesn't oh, matter. Why have you said? Yeah, move on. No, no. Why have you said that? Because your, yours isn't a gimmick. Yours is a way of life. You kind of. <laughs> <that'd be>, <laughs> how bad would that be if they tried to do it? And you go, no, that's actually me. <laughs> <laughs> I have all these videos to show you. Like, look, it's kind of wait for the, the article in the Sun in the future. A drinker has changed his name <laughs> to Jack the Jobber <laughs> via deed poll. A drinker. <laughs> I love the start. A drinker, <laughs> all in capitals. What did he change his name to? Was it John Cena? John Cena. <sighs> so when you go on Wikipedia, do you mean John Cena wrestler or John Cena drinker? Drinker. <laughs> or John Cena thespian? <coughs> thespian, mm. yes. John now Cena with beard. Oh, God. Uh, where we are? Charlotte Flair said that. Jackson. <laughs> oh, my Jackson, God. Jackson, Riker, and Elias have their strap match, which Riker wins in a few minutes. I cannot wait for fans to be allowed in to watch the wrestling. <laughs> and see how they respond to proud babyface Jackson Riker. I thought this was absolutely fantastic because I watched Monday Night Raw after seeing an interview with Jackson Riker where he said he was happy. (laughs) Where he said he was happy with the creative freedom he's had (laughs) on Monday Night Raw, which to that point has just been him stood there slapping himself with a belt. (laughs) (laughs) What a whopper. What an absolute whopper. Uh... Um, yeah, yeah there's somebody I, did that. Like, was it this week or last week? He's, he's slapping daft, like, you know, you have to look out for yourself here in the wrestling. And the customer yeah, saw like going, a... like, yeah, I. You have bye. to watch the enemy coming and, and learn their weaknesses and feel their pain. <laughs> uh, I'm glad this match was very short. I, I, I hate strap matches. I think they're very limiting to begin with. Yeah. And that's before you put Jackson Riker in there. And I just feel bad for Elias. The guy looks like a superstar. The guy sounds like a superstar. But when it comes to being booked, He's booked like an absolute... I don't even know what the word is anymore. I feel so bad for him. Like an Elias. Like yeah. an Elias. That's the new expression. I hope he's just getting paid handsomely for doing what he's doing because he's, he's being woefully wasted as that guy. Yeah, same. Why doesn't, after he lose badly in a match like this, uh, then like start playing a really sad song? <laughs> like, did you happen to see the most beautiful girl? <laughs> <laughs> Just remind me of that segment with a new day where they're taking the extracting the Michael out of uh, country music. We're like, oh my dog, he died. Oh. I'm a tractor broke down. I don't know why Elias would have that played, but there we go. I did see a meme that was like, you know, uh, male um, country music people. My wife left me for my dog. Do 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 do. <laughs> Female country music stars. I'm a badass. I'll kick all your ass. I'll drink all your beer. You know, there's a marked difference between the styles of music you get from the genders. And uh, Drew McIntyre wins the Money in the Bank qualifier triple threat against AJ Styles and Riddle. Riddle almost has the match won, but almost pulls him off the cover. Ooh, he pulls him off, eh? No, I tried, no, I tried, no, I tried no. to not read it, but it just fell out my mouth. Yes, <laughs> I know I said it that way. I was happy. I, I was scared with the Drew McIntyre promo that happened immediately before this match because oh, he, he took things to all new levels of going about this the Scottish and the English and the Irishman and Brian Baru or whatever it was called, who was a man with three lions on his shield. Um, yeah. Of course, it was a, a famous song by Bedeal and Skinner in the mid 90s. So, our news hound, or lesser news, Abe, Abe. in. Uh, he. Put a thing in the ch- I think he did history maybe at uni or something. Because he went, oh, Drew's referenced Brian 
Boo of all people. And I think he just Brian did it as if we felt. <laughs> Brian is Boo. Imagine, is this just a spot of ignorance in my. Not, is this like a famous. I've never heard of him before. No, I knew oh, Robert the God. Bruce oh. and the other ones you said. I didn't know. I don't know Rob. <laughs> apparently, he was some. Was like Jerry Irish... Borash announcing him? Some like medieval Irish king, apparently. Yeah. He might but... as well have referenced Brian Blessed. That would have been yeah. a yeah. more fitting. Um, but yeah, he's, he's he, he turned it round by saying, I'll give you a ridiculous answer for a ridiculous question by Kevin. Who, by the way, is it Kevin? Kevin. It's Kevin, the interview guy. Who oh, brought, right, the who, Irish guy, yeah. Who carried on the legacy of Tom Phillips by doing a Tom Spiracy for AJ Styles. It was fantastic. He was, he was smaller than AJ Styles and almost as tall as Drew McIntyre in the space <laughs> of the same show. So all credit to Kevin or Kyle, whatever the hell his name is. But thank God they said, like, oh, I'll give you a ridiculous answer for a ridiculous question because that was getting too much. Historian Drew McIntyre getting out of hand. But he's doing a parody of himself. That's a thing. I mean, you need to, like, oh... Why? Why are you doing the? Oh, you're doing you. You're making fun of you. The Scottish. (laughs) Just be the guy who enjoyed having a pint with his good friend Seamus, who enjoyed having a fight with at the same time. Just be that guy again. I did like when he said, "Oh no, somewhere I was Edinburgh. I was somewhere in Scotland," which is also the answer to where exactly is your accent from now? (laughs) (laughs) You see that Grado thing where Grado gets to cut a promo in Scottish again. I think it was just before WrestleMania this year. He's like, hey, out you dafty. I'll, I'll get you your nade and stuff like that. Nice. So I need to apologise. Top, the... top end of Stevenson. I saw a comment on a recent podcast. I don't know which one it was. One of ours where it's like, oh, the Scottish accents are making this nearly unwatchable now. So apologies. No, no, I, I'm good at Scottish accent. I'm not having that. I mean, I'm, I'm fantastic at them as well. Right. I don't know what just but someone doesn't like them. So to that comment, I'm very sorry to what you've just heard there. I impressed oh. a Northern Irish woman with my Northern Irish accent the other day. So Northern Ireland. I I'm, oh, I'm sure they were thrilled when they're like, are you from North Island? Oh, and you start doing new impression. My chance, it's arrived. <laughs> yeah, and they were like, oh, great. No, what, she did you, what did you say to do as an impression? Can't remember. I had a few. She was, um, <laughs> she gave me a fist bump, though. She was like, not on my head. face, like an actual, yeah. <laughs> no, she gave me like, she was like, hey, that wasn't half bad. That like, that, mm, I was Whoa. better when I had a few. That, uh, I was better All when I had a few. All of a sudden, she's come from Heaton. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wasn't too bad that like, um, <laughs> but uh, the match, the, the the triple threat matchup, this main event of Monday Night Raw. I thought that Drew McIntyre looked fantastic in this match. Yes, AJ but I didn't Riddle, want him but, to win though. No, no, that's no. The, yeah, that was what we were saying last week, wasn't it? Like the the loophole and the stipulation from Hell in the Cell. He's, he's went and bloody got it, hasn't he? Because mm. hopefully, the, I don't know. I just don't want to say it again. I've seen it enough times yeah. now. Drew versus Bobby for the title. Yes. You're right, Ross. This is exactly what's going to happen. And I think you're consistently right on a very regular basis now. I've it's been scary. writing for WWE for years. It's just oh. a thing where, you know, I say things on Cultaholic, then they happen on, on the wrestling. I've been writing for them for years. My name is actually... I've forgotten her name. I know, that would have worked so yeah, well uh, for your name. Damn her name. When and yeah, her name! <laughs> Wait, what was it, sorry? Kenneth Mobley. Kenneth Mobley. That is my actual shoot name. Oh. Awesome. NXT, Ayo Shirai, sorry, I had to be awkward there, uh, and Zoe Stark beat Ember Moon and Shoji Blackheart and Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai to become number one contenders for the tag team titles. I thought this was a lovely match, full of bumps and full of people into it in the crowd and cheering and everyone getting a chance to it shine. Also Raquel action. Gonzalez, who's mint, and I like saying that. My move of the week Ooh. was the stunning no one asked, um, was the stunning eclipse from Ember Moon. 
who I forget who she gave it to actually, but it took it like you know when they did promo packages to build up Austin, like Austin's here and he's kicking ass and he do the stunner and it was like that <laughs> noise as he did the stunner. That was that, but in real life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she went ah, this was this was like a proper takeover opener. This you know when they put a tag team match for opening takeovers, this was it. Yeah, dives, thrills, spills. Lots of lots of checking on the floor. Are you okay, friend, who I've just landed on from a great height? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was fantastic, though. It's a shame that Dakota lost. Oh, I think again. Her heel turn has been strange because it's gone absolutely nowhere. It's been max and padded. Well, she's now the sidekick to her sidekick, who's now actually the main one. So The sidekick to her sidekick? Well, everyone thought Raquel was going to be like her henchwoman, but... No. Big mammy, big mammy, cool was what she went by, wasn't it, for a while there? Yeah, yeah. She is a hench woman. She is. Which is—is is that where the term hench comes from? From henchmen? Could be. Oh, that's actually a good point. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Could be. Um, we'll have to ask Adebayo Akinfenwa. Yeah. Why? Oh, because he's sorry. Because he's yeah, he's actually he is, wedged. He is yeah. the the human embodiment of hench. Yeah. Is. Um, His dad was a hench. What, what was that? What? Doing good today. Oh, um, sorry. Yeah, I, thought, I thought this was going to be one of those ones where no one wins and we get a multi-person match at the next big show. But no. I thought like it was going to be too wild and then Regal would have to come down and be like, stop! You're all in the match oh, instead. That was that was prior to Samoa Joe. Now there's yes, one order. Yes, true, true. He loves that security team, doesn't he, Samoa Joe? Uh, Laps it out. Any, any, any chance he wants, he just brings it out. Yeah. Mm. Whips it out. Karrion Cross is attacked by Johnny Gargano, the heel, as he enters the building. Cross heads the ring for a promo and calls Gargano out, who comes out to the stage and says he's not afraid of Cross. Austin Theory attacks from behind and Gargano joins in until Smojo comes out to restore order. Gargano cheap shots Cross and runs away. Later in the night, the way again jump Cross in the car park, slamming a car door onto him. Cross fights back and chokes out Gargano before driving away. He may have even tried to run over Gargano, but Jill pulls him out of the way. I like this because Cross, for weeks, has had the rest of the NXT headliners all going, ha ha, you suck, you don't do Canadian Destroyers, ha ha. And this is him finally getting the chance to go, nah, I'm having this. Choke out Gargano, always a plus on my book. And then going, say something funny, Johnny. Go on, lad, be funny, as he choked him out. I'm like, thank you, Cross. I wish he hit him with a car. you've showed since that main event match with Shelton Benjamin. What's up? I wish he hit him with a car. Because again, on this show here, he's like, Gargano was saying, I've act- I'm the one with actual talent. You're just carrying... I don't understand it, because like, when, ha- when he wrestles, he kills folk. And then people in between the matches going, oh, you're not very good, you. I'm actually better than you. Yeah. So I wish he hit him with a car, just to prove him. You, think, you don't slap your to leg. Prove that you he's a good, to prove that he's a good wrestler. Yeah. He should hit him with a car and then slap his thigh at the same time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I think you two both have a, a unique view of this angle, which is not through, and that's fine, but they, I don't think it's through the lens that WWE want you to be through, looking at oh, this angle. Oh, no. So what I've done is I'm, I watched it more, I think my view of it is more in line with WWE's, what they want us to watch it as. Oh, I think Organo is the face. And I oh, think yeah, he is, yeah. Oh, yeah, he is. Right, yeah, fair enough. Um, he's it's like, like a tapping face. your telly with your shoe to make sure it's right, working right. Go on. He's a face, but he's a heel who thinks he's a face at the same time. So he's he's a heel, but he thinks he's a. F- I know that's too complicated. <laughs> but he is. He's he's a out at the minute. Is a is a heel who thinks he's a face. But in the but in this feud, he's the face anyway. That's what's going on, and it's weird. 
I don't know. Gargano is NXT's Miz currently in character, in character alone. Not in wrestling, right. but in character. That's what oh. I've taken from it. And because okay, he's like that, that makes sense the way you said Because that, he's like that. Because he's from Cleveland. Ohio. Ohio. Uh-huh. Uh, Roddy Strong oh, beats... Did you see oh, that on. fact on Twitter, by the way, the other week? That, uh, you know the, the Kevin Nash <laughs> interview <laughs> where he's eating yeah. the pasta? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's in Johnny Gargano's dad's restaurant. No. No. What? The world's... It's such Kevin a small Nash. place. Kevin Nash doesn't know indie wrestlers. <laughs> He wouldn't have known Johnny at the time. Anyway, oh, big, big, big fan, Kevin Nash. Yeah, great. I'll have uh, Linguini to start <laughs> off with. Hi, so there we have it. That's uh, If anything, we've just learned there that and, uh, Gargano's restaurant is very nice because Kevin Nash was breathing heavily. Gargano, it. come here. Put the food in front of me, right? I have to hold the microphone, so that's going to go here. <laughs> it's the best. It's the worst setup I've ever seen. Um, no, the restaurant will not be shut during this period so you can hear people in the background <laughs> I'll have it here I'll put my can of coke in <coughs> as a, oh it's the best sorry I love talking about that promo a promo of that interview and there's an awkward what's silence the, next uh, Roddy there, Strong there. beats Asher Hale aka Anthony Henry uh, Malcolm Bivens says the diamond mine is open for business I'm actually excited for Roddy Strong and his bunch of stretch grapple lads all he together he wearing his, his little boots again yeah, his little boots Put on those boots, those sexy boots, in the words of you two from that song that nobody likes. Put on Um, those boots, like from 2008, I want to say. Oh, right. Oh, Oh, it's a late one. Put on those boots, yeah. Let me hear the damn, let me hear... I'm not going to start singing that all the way through because it's terrible. Um, Throws and backbreakers and strikes and a new submission from Roddy Strong. It's new to me. There'll be someone in the comments going, well, he actually used this in PWG in 2013. I didn't see it. Don't hear <laughs> it. I saw nothing it's like called, that. Ross. It's called Get On Your Boots. Aye. Get On Your, your Boots. boots yeah. 2009, you were very close. Why? That's a YouTube Why song. The... Uh. Yeah, Get On Your Boots. It sounds bad. It's got like the, on... the, the computer malfunction. It's like, bloop. It's got that in the background for some reason, which was a confusing detail for me. What's that got to do with boots? <laughs> the lyrics Bono. are bad. The future needs a big kiss. <clears throat> Winds blow with a twist. Never seen a moon like this. Can you see it too? Night is falling everywhere. Rockets hit the fun fair. <laughs> Satan oh, loves God. a Satan loves a bomb scare, but he won't scare you. Hey, sexy boots, get on your boots, yeah. <laughs> Jackson Riker's new theme. That's about going to war. <laughs> That's what he should do as he's strapping a, a defenseless box backstage and say, like, get on your boots, get on your sexy boots. Camera pans, there's Manso going, I, look, mate, I don't, I'm, I'm not into this. Cool. Why is that U2 song there? Bombs hit the fun fair. Rockets hit the fun fair. Get up, get up, get up, drop the bombshell. I thought you were singing Pachiti's WCPW theme there. Get up, get up. Oh, it's been a while since I've heard that. I'll, that is unironically my favourite intro to any wrestler. Oh, God. There he is. It's out of a cheat. It is out of a I have to stop someone do that just for the AW Dynamite intro and his clips of, you know, the primate and whoever's not cancelled from WCPW. Rampage. <laughs> That's, I think that's it then. There's, yeah. two. there's, there's <laughs> two. There's two dudes on repeat. Mm. Uh, Cameron Grimes beats Ari Sterling. 
And then LA Knight interrupts and calls Grimes a natural born loser. You oh. mean The Rock? The Rock? The Rock, yes, The Rock. Uh, Grimes wants the million dollar title. And this is a fantastic bit from The Rock where he goes, <laughs> You and me next week for million dollar title? Crowd, yay! That's a good idea. Actually, nah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I, I, I legitimately laughed. It's been a long time since Dresden's done that for us. And then he goes, oh, all right, okay. But if I beat you, and I will, Grimes, you have to be my butler. It's a fantastic throwback angle, this. But yeah, The oh, Rock, yeah. I'll hang on every single word The Rock says in the next day. is fantastic. But I've got a, a special shout out for the springboard moonsault from that Sterling fella. Because he, like, he went back, backwards over the top rope, but he used the inside of the middle rope if that makes any sense, like to go over the over the top rope. But that came fourth in my move of the week, so we're still waiting okay. to hear what that was. But it was a short and sweet match, but it was fine. Um, but yeah, it was all about The Rock, wasn't it? And this, oh. butler, this butler stipulation, which I I'll hope... bet a finger on my left hand, but a finger that Grimes will lose this match. Because Ross was saying another match earlier was the most predictable match in wrestling history. If Grimes isn't... If they pass up on the opportunity to have Grimes in some comedy skits as his butler... I don't know what's real anymore. I'll I would, bet. A, I wouldn't have said that on camera if I was you. <laughs> you bit your finger. I'll, I would have taken a fiver, mate. I'm not right. actually going to cut off my finger. Okay, I won't bet. You a have finger. to. You're not money your work. Ah, well, it's Jack, fine Grimes... Jack will finger <laughs> you if, <laughs> if if Cameron Grimes loses that match. I'm trying to think of different connotations of finger to finger. Larry said, like... friend guys. In France, they call him Les Cadbury Spring Grez. <laughs> yes. Taste exactly the same. Yeah. Um, I think God's sake. I think that uh, I think he's got to lose, right? You to, think to so? Be the yeah. But I, w- I wouldn't be that confident myself personally. Cutting off a finger. Oh God! How are you going to do it if, if he does? Yeah. I I don't know. I've, I wish I'd never even. What I thought there was, honestly, when you asked that question, my brain suddenly went, "Play it cool," because if I go, "No, I don't want to carve a finger," then all everyone will be like, "You've got to now," and it'll just get worse for me. So all I thought in my head was try and answer it like Jack Grealish would. Because you've seen his interviews, he's just very bored all the time. And you're like, probably use a saw, yeah. Probably use a saw, mate. There you go, that's my answer. Probably use a saw. How? I've just thought of something here. Pete Dunne and Jack Grealish both... They've got the same voice. Both come from the same area. Yeah, But also from the same area is Cultaholic's own Tom Campbell. How can Pete (laughs) Dunne and Jack Grealish drink the same water... As Tom Campbell. What's what's happened well, there? Uh, Tom, obviously Grealish is a villa boy through and through. We know that. Pete Dunn, also from Birmingham itself, I believe. Tom Campbell, his family are West Brom. West building Brom society. Building society. Yeah, yeah that's them. <laughs> um, but I think Tom's just got a radio voice, hasn't he? Sometimes, sometimes his Midlands comes out a little bit. Hmm. It does. You can notice it sometimes, but it's like me. Like I lost my accent quite quite a time ago. It comes back sometimes. I've started Matthew. doing more. I've started doing more voiceovers for the channel, and it takes me. I did two last night, right? They both took me fifty odd minutes apiece because I need to less lessen the Geordie oh. and speak more like Denise Welsh does on Loose Women. Yes. Welcome to Cultaholic Wrestling. Anne and Decker, another good example. They can do it. Yeah. It's hard, takes though, me isn't it? about take no. I've got it down into a fine art. Takes me twenty to twenty five minutes. Oh, I just need to uh, concentrating too hard, not being too Geordie, because obviously people from Alaska. Don't know why I said Alaska, but there you go. They won't understand, will they? Yeah. They can't, they can't on, see the mouth move. On 
on voiceovers, like physically, do you feel like tired after you've done one? No, not really. No. All oh, right, <laughs> it's just me. <laughs> Never mind. Just feel like I've put in you, a tremendous effort. I have seen Adam come out the office. This is back like last year when we could work in the same office together. Come uh, out the studio with a, a visible sweat on, oh, and I'm hi. like, that downstairs studio, right? It's got aircon on the wall. I wept the aircon on, freezing me titties off, like. But it's a lovely experience. Just sat there, just speaking into a microphone with a phone voice. But with aircon on, it's delightful. I don't know Adam just use the aircon. I was surprised that you said that you weren't tired because when we used to, you know, work in the office and things were normal, we'd come in and be like, "How's everybody? Yeah, we're fine." And behind that soundproof asylum you're stuck in, we could hear you going, "Are you telling me that Nia Jax is getting a title?" <laughs> and on over and over again, and you having to be like in that that excited rage mode, and you come out going, "You're right." <laughs> I don't know if that happened. I'm like, I used tired. to get a, I used to get a, a, a little bit of a sweat on doing those videos, like that's jumping about and stuff and. Yeah, shouting. Um, yeah, voiceovers are a bit different. You get to sit down doing them. It's lovely. You get to sit down in a nice, comfortable chair. Put the aircon on. Hmm. Hello See, and welcome. When it comes to my accent, I'll, I'll just change it I'm like a chameleon. So when I go over to you know overseas or whatever, obviously it hasn't happened in a while. But I won't be like, yeah, I eat meat. I'll be like, hello. Yes, I am from England. Thanks, Ben. Yeah. My name cool, is man. Matthew McIntyre. Um, <laughs> just because it's easy for people to understand, and because there's a lot of Anglophiles overseas. Yes, they yes. love us for some reason. Yes, the fact that Americans are impressed by mediocre Brits is one half of my success. So thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. um, sorry, Ryan. NXT. I've got yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I'm NXT. Ready. NXT. Yeah. yeah Move on from Jack's finger. Carl O'Reilly and Adam Cole insult each other with Samoa Joe watching over proceedings. Cole says that he was the star of the Undisputed Era. And he's still a star now. He says everyone knows it, including O'Reilly's wife. He came out of nowhere, that. I was like, how on. <laughs> Things get heated, he so Joe that. steps in to say, leave it there. Cole tries to cheap shot Joe, who ducks, and O'Reilly puts Cole in a leg lock. Joe is angry at Cole and takes his sweet time breaking it up. We're in a strange time in NXT when it comes to Adam Cole, because Adam Cole is a heel in the professional wrestling sense of the word, not an Andrew Hodkinson sense of the word, where what he says is always absolutely spot-on true. Yeah. Carrying Cross, you're just an entrance, you, pal. Without the entrance, you're out. Proved to be true on main event. Kyle O'Reilly, you're out without me. Kyle O'Reilly, since he broke away from the Undisputed Era, has been really underwhelming and lost. <laughs> so he's been proven to be true once again. It's weird. It's weird, I tell thee. She's saying that O'Reilly's wife really does know that Adam Cole is a big star. Well, I don't know if that bit's true. That's not for me to say. Fair enough. I wasn't in. The, I wasn't in the bedroom when certain instances. Instance, no, you've made it clear you're in the kitchen. Not on the kitchen counter. <laughs> Banging so, on the kitchen counters. I I'm all right with this. I'm like, okay, go away, Cole. But Kyle O'Reilly. I'm ready to be cheering him. I'm ready to get my fingers right in him and his push and his momentum and everything else. But he's not got that level of seriousness when he's doing these promos. He's still a bit wacky. He should be like, I hate you. But that's Cole. what he should be. I he need to be beat a... you. But he's like, yeah. he's too much like that. I don't think, he, I think he's dialed it right back, mate, to be really bland and like, oh, I'm here to fight for the right reasons and whatnot these days. And that's not you what think? Kyle O'Reilly, what made Kyle O'Reilly so good as part of the Undisputed Era and really likable was how goofy he was. In like, he would just be stood in the back of the shop while Adam Cole's cutting the serious promo in his like really unserious uh, mannerisms or what stole the segments. And he's just lost all that. And I, I don't, I don't get why. He's trying to be something he's not. Be true to yourself, Kyle. Yeah, why'd you have to go make things so complicated? Mm <laughs> hmm. Skater boy. 
Zia Lee and Boa face Mercedes Martinez and Jake Atlas. It's all right, match. And the match ends prematurely when Mercedes is legit kicked right in the face. And I'm like, what? You watch it go, wow, what a kick. It's like, oh, that was a real kick. Oh, no. And the match is stopped immediately. Good jobs by the referees here. They're looking good. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. One, two. No, no, that's how it is. get it. Yeah. And she's taken to the hospital afterwards and being checked. Seems to be recovering all right. I think but... she's, been, she's been discharged now, hasn't she? Bit yeah. discharged now, hasn't she? Oh, that's that... good. Yeah. I hope she's okay. Yeah. Got a shout out for Bo, though. Because you know the whole Tian Shah aesthetic is like old-time warrior sort of get-up from the Far East and all that stuff. But Boa comes out there looking like an indie guy from 2006. <laughs> <laughs> these little shorts, these little PVC shorts, fantastic. And Boba, though. <laughs> <laughs> MSK have a... Oh, here we go. MSK have a face-to-face meeting with Thatcher and Champa. Their challenges for their titles. You know what we're talking about, like, heels were faces and faces were heels and it doesn't really work? Here's a perfect example of that. Champa tells them to show some respect, but MSK says it's their time to be respected. The crowd disagrees. Booze, most of what MSK say, even though they're supposed to be good guys. Uh, Nash Carter hits Thatcher. That's not true, he hits Champa. Sorry. But that's fine. Um, I was watching NXT this week. And their partners hold them back. Champa tells MSK to bring their titles and their pride next week because both are going to be taken. It's a cool line. It is, yeah, that's, it was way, way cooler than, than MSK said, who at least they dialed it back and were being serious, but the crowd were like, nah. And it's nah, we've seen you try to get gift reactions of your crazy faces, and nah, we're not having you. And it's how he said it, where he's like sort of whispering in his ear, oh, I love that little, it's a little, the little thing that AJ Styles used to say back in the day. The little thing, Matthew. Mm. You know, the little, little things. Oh, it's very a good. little thing. They've got to win, though. They just listen to the crowd. They've got to, got to win. Bring it home. It's coming home. That should be in a Brit and everything. Yep. Oh. <laughs> And then, backstage, it's, Isaiah oh, Swerve so Scott the of course it wasn't mocks the end of the show, Bronson sorry. Reed and challenges him to put his North American title on the line. Yeah, and he goes, oh yeah, well I'm Bronson Reed, I'm big and bad, I'm going to stop Pikey. Look here. Turns out to be a bad decision as Reed loses the match after tons of interference from the members of Hit Row and we have a new North American champ. Something's going on. Something's happening. Bronson Reed's title reign has been cut short we don't know why yet, but I'm betting there's a reason. Hasn't he been one of the ones showing up backstage at Raw and stuff? He had a match on main event, didn't he? Oh, I, Did Vince he? likes him. Vince How do you know about what happens on main event? Vince has seen him and gone, wow. They're like, Vince, he's our champion. Don't take him. Yeah, Triple H begging with a ball. Yeah, but, no, Vince, give me something. Vince been doing like, oh, but with Vince, with Vince mm-hmm. McMahon and us fat lads, it's like you see the big dominating thing in NXT, then he takes it to the main roster, and they've got to be wacky, and they've oh, got to be stupid. and they've We're got... going to get the funky Rottweiler or whatever. He's going to dance yeah. out with ears on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope it's not, but I think it will be. It's like, oh, it's just such a shame. <laughs> it is. <Funky> <laughs> Because <laughs> um, I, I, I was thinking, it is weird, isn't it? Like how quickly Bronson lost the title. But then you think mm. it's against Isaiah Swerve Scott and Hero. And they've been on fire in NXT. They're a fantastic outfit. Yeah, they are. Oh, they fantastic. Are. Yeah. With fantastic uh, outfits as well. Top, oh, what's he nice top big dollar, top dollar. I forget his name. Top again. dollar. That thing, he's like, watch this. And he just goes, wah. 
crashes through the barricade. <laughs> Fantastic. Like any kid. <coughs> Watch this, Dad. <laughs> do a wheelie. No, you can't. Suddenly you're going to die. Then he dies. Then he dies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you summed it up there. Yeah. Bronson Reed losing title that quickly is weird. But losing it to Swerve Scott, the issues of that. NXT is great again. Yes, it's it's good. Good. In your yeah, house. Samoa Joe's come in and gone, right, I'm changing everything. I'm clearing up house. And it's like, yeah, yes, you have, Joe. Thank you very much, Samoa. Samoa. And now on the last one, it's WWE Dynamite Part 2. Eddie Kingston and Penta beat the Young Bucks to secure a tag title shot, even though they're the tag champions. They're doing the WWE thing. And after interference from Brandon Cutler goes awry. Uh, the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega all have Lemmy mustaches. Yeah. Have they said why? Or is they're just trying to get to people because... to hate them. <laughs> oh, it's it worked. God. Oh, it's fantastic, isn't it? At, at uni, there was a bunch of lads who were branded themselves as the exiles because they didn't want to go to a college that was primarily state school students. They were like, oh, we didn't get into Oxbridge or whatever. There was their little group, right? It was mad. And to annoy people, they'd turn up at like our events and stuff, all wearing like suits, but baseball caps as well to annoy people. And it did annoy us. And that's exactly the method that the the elite have gone for here. They've all turned up with mustaches. No explanation. Knowing that it'll rile us up. And it, and it does. I like yeah. the idea that they, what, they didn't want to go to your pathetics. So, they, so in Durham, there's different colleges and that. And Butler yeah. is not one of the traditional. I mean, the college I went to was established in like 2006. So it's not an old timey blah, blah, blah. And they called themselves the Butler Exiles because they were like, we're the Exiles. We want to be in one of the, we want to be in Castle College or Hatfield, one of the cool old ones with all the Tories. It was weird, man. It was weird. That's so weird. Yeah, I never thought that, that, that you'd hear stuff happening like that. But no, I no, it was a real thing. You know, I mean, but the thing is, they were just normal lads. Like I was mates with one or two of them, but then on nights when it was the Exiles night out, it turned into an absolute arsehole. <laughs> swear That's down. so great. No, it's not. It was awful. It was like, my mate's actually a knob. Sounds terrible. <laughs> they were. They'd wear these special... Why have I brought this up? They'd wear... Um, story. On nights out, they'd wear... They're on their social nights out, where only they were invited, they'd uh, wear, like, rugby socks, but from two different rugby teams to show Ooh. that you played for multiple rugby clubs in your time, yeah. Oh, God. Oh, they went all in on that. Oh, man. Oh, they had a oh. motto that no one knows what it meant. It was like a secret motto. It's <laughs> genuinely like, it was so sad. It was like the saddest thing, man. They need to grow up. Need yeah, grow up. yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what they're doing now? Uh, I can have a look on Facebook. That'll be great. I'm they're probably, probably they still won't. part of the exiles. Yes, they still got a group chat that's been going probably, for over a I saw game. a few of them went to Wembley the other day. And it, it, oh, no. It, by the tiniest amount, it diminished my enjoyment of England's win because I thought <laughs> they'll have had a fantastic day out of the exiles. <laughs> But, no, uh, they're probably all in Canary Wharf now, aren't they? Or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I was giving them jobs. I was weird. For more stories of the butler, I'll tell one next week. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Jack. Shivoni interviews Ethan Page in Scorpio Sky, the men of the year. Got that right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, Yeah. that's the name, yeah, because the the magazines and whatnot. Right, right. Magazines and I wonder where it came from, because I was associated with this. It's not a film with Robin Williams? No oh, idea. Dear. Flubber? <laughs> it's a great film. It's not actually not. I watched it back a few years ago, and Robin Williams is fantastic in it, but the film itself has not aged well. It's actually bad. 
It's one of those nineties films, isn't it? It's like you remember just like yeah. the blockbuster. It was always on a poster yeah. for some reason. So I thought that it was always a good film. The bad guy in Flubber is Shooter McGavin from Happy Gilmore. Oh. It's the, the same actor. NXT's LA Knight. <laughs> yeah. Shocker. The yeah. Rock was in Flubber. <laughs> yeah. Um, Pete said, oh, "Go on." Yeah, I this promo was a bit meh. Yeah, Pete says his coffin match with Darby is designed to destroy him mentally, since nothing seems to be able to stop him physically. Sting arrives with a coffin, probably his own, and Darby is inside. <laughs> they attack the bad guys, and Paige furiously claims that the match next week is off. If Darby behaves, maybe they'll have it at Fighter Fest. Ooh, tease. That, that made him look like a real, a real, a real idiot. Um, but I thought anyway. But it's obviously why you know that sort of pull. Uh, 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 what am I saying here? Changed the plans because of uh, what happened in Miami recently. So I think that was the right call. Not having a coffin match in Miami after what happened recently. Oh, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, that makes yeah. total I think sense. Yeah. I think that's the reason yeah, why they fair. actually did it. Yeah. So, but yeah, made fair enough. Ethan Page has sacrificed his men of the year status and them getting there, and that's obviously <laughs> the most important thing. Mm. Obviously. Obviously. Sarcasm, just for those who can't spot the sarcasm. S- sarcasm. There we go. <laughs> uh, Jungle Boy wins the Jack Derby against Jack Evans. The Hardy family office attacks Jungle Boy, but Luchasaurus, Marco Stunt, and Christian save the day. I'm Shame. worried now after what Ross has said that Christian's going to turn on him. Oh, he does. I'm, I'm bored of Christian already. <laughs> <laughs> he's outworking every, he's, he's out working he's, everyone. No, he's not though. Darby Allen outworks everyone. Yeah, it's like yeah. Oh Ross, you don't know what you're looking at. Look at the footwork, look at the balance, look at the points. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> I'll I'll get told by FTR that Christian's ankles are lovely. Um yeah. to be fair, we got sent some pictures from this week's dynamite. No, that sounds really scandalous. That was the, the, me, was the media Tino? the media pack and when Christian's putting some moves on whoever he's putting the moves on his ankles are out there with his white sneakers and my goodness Christian's got some smooth ankles but mm. I'm ready for the sort of um, the whatever nickname he had in TNA to come back the, the what was it the Captain uh, Charisma nope go oh. on the, that the, old get the prime what was it it's it, 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 oh, I've gone blank here completely the, peep, the peeps man no not the peep show <laughs> the peeps man <laughs> <laughs> the instant classic it's come back to there the peeps, man. I'm trying to the think I can't classic. think of his yeah, the, the instant inst- classic you, yeah. I'm ready for that Christian oh, do, do something God. different man boring old I want, man I want, the, I want the peeps man come yeah. here <laughs> Christian goes well you may have challenged me Matt Hardy for a match at the Royal Rumble 2000 but I won't, I'm not man enough to defeat <laughs> yeah. him but I do have a replacement he's like oh yeah I think you know that? him very well <laughs> peeps man <laughs> My Hardy's like, no! <laughs> probably taking bumps on the announcement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would look even uh, better, though, with Christian's silly hood. We can't see where he's going. Yeah. He's cut, he's cut his jacket see where he was going down the ramp. But Christian... Oh, there was a time in TNA when everyone had those hoods. AJ, Daniels, Christian, the people. Because you, you, walk... <laughs> you walk down the aisle and there's like, the, 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 the beat drops. Oh, it's yeah. him! You know, yeah. It's a good thing. Because they all had the same music, so it was hard to tell yeah, until yeah. they got to Anyway. Anyway, uh, Kenny Omega says that, the, oh, here we go, that there is nobody left in AE Dub who could possibly beat him. So he'll take some time off and defend his other titles for a while. Ooh, that's sweet. Triple A in uh, Impact Wrestling. And, yes, uh, yeah, has he got four? Oh, yeah. He's got two Impacts, hasn't he? Oh. Yeah, because there's the impact and the TNA one with TNA one start off as a joke, but then Kenny's like, "Burled," so now he's not for real. Moose. Okay. 
Yeah, Moose should have. Uh, yeah. yeah. Then the Dark Order interrupt. An evil Uno, a mate of Mathu, says they know someone who could beat him. Kenny laughs it off. Pish, 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 pish. Who are you talking about? Oh, no, 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 no. And later on, Hangman Page is annoyed at the Dark Order for teasing the title shot. Why, why are you doing that? I didn't tell you to do that. The Dark Order say, maybe Hangman Page isn't afraid of Omega. Maybe he's afraid of failure. Oh, good. Yeah. Finally. I think we've been waiting for at least a year to happen. <coughs> Dark Order, but, go, no, all right. Hangman Page, you need to go face your destiny, which is being the next champ of beating Kenny Omega. They need you know, to that storyline we were doing ages ago, you know. Evil Uno needs to give give Hangman the speech in Goodwill Hunting that Ben Affleck gives to Matt Damon and say, you're so gifted that it's insulting if you stay here in the Dark Order with me. Go and be glorious, yeah. Hangman. You handsome, beautiful man. Yeah. I think that's what he says in Goodwill Hunting. Yeah. And then number yeah. five, Kuno, do you like apples? I like these <laughs> apples. And just grabs his <laughs> It's like, that's not helping, five. <laughs> Yeah, it's got me right. I I was like I was I wanted to buy a hangman football shit if there ever was one. Yeah. I don't think there is one though. Um yeah. There's a wonderful innocence to certain baby face baby face acts in, in AEW, like Jungle Boy. I think that's what makes Jungle Boy so likable. Like an innocence, like, oh it's a guy and he's dinosaur friend. Either mm-hmm. Dark yeah. Order, they're just a a, a, pal, a a group of well, formerly spooky, but just nerds now. Yeah, Endearing nerds. Good nerds. Endearing, Endearing nerds. good nerds. Good like, nerd hunting. And uh, yeah, Hangman, Hangman, Hangman Page has that likability that Jungle Boy has. Hangman like, yeah. has, but he's also like got a bit of Scarlet Southgate about him because he's made <laughs> mistakes. He's been yes. hurt in the past, and this is his chance at redemption. And I, I really hope that they don't, because if this was WCW or Impact, the the standard other promotion to WWE right throughout history, what they've always done for some reason in the South is they'll build up a babyface and then to swerve us marks, they'll actually have Omega win. And I hope they don't. AW have been really good so far at just giving us the obvious and best story. And if they do it right, then Hangman will win. Yeah. But I'm so scared that he won't now because everyone really wants him to and knows that he should. Yeah. But you're right, like Gareth Southgate, he's had 13 months of hurt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which in wrestling's ages, that. That's been a while. Like. Long time. What's, what's, uh, what's the belt's name? Cody gave it a name, didn't he? The big title. Is it Big Charlotte? Joe's big. Big Charlotte? I'm sure it's Big Charlotte or something Big like that. Big Charlotte. Right? Big Charlotte still gleaming. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Is it not called Big Charlotte? I'm sure he, called, thought... he gave it a name, didn't he, when he was challenging I... for it? I think I always associate the belt with Jack Whitehall because I think he brought out Brett to bring, to bring out the belt. He did. Large... And then Brett fell off the bloody ramp. Oh, my God. Oh, God. oh that was absolutely terrifying. Don't remind me of that. It was the same month he got attacked at the bloody Hall of Fame. Yeah, he'd had a bad time. Uh... Brett, Brett had a bad time. Ta- Poor Brett. Mm. Had me Jeff Whitehall. <laughs> and even worse, even worse, uh, later on that day, Shawn Michaels won £10 on a scratch card. It just sucked for Brett that week. Uh, God's favourite champion, Miro, successfully defends the TNT title against Brian Pillman Jr. Not the wrong with this. Miro with new music. <coughs> Miro with his gear has finally been finished. Miro's promo on the last WWE Dynamite. Where he went, I'd like to thank God for making me so powerful. And my wife, they're being so flexible. <laughs> Miro now. Never mind, the Kip Sabian thing never happened. All right, the Miro got now is splendid. I don't want to say it, but I'm going to say it anyway. This is what Rusev should have been. It was. It's a perfect blend of this, like, scary big monster man, but also a very funny endearing man. It's like a perfect blend of, like, the ultimate man. The best man, some might say. But there we go. It's a fantastic package, and he's on fire at the moment. 
Mm-hmm. Yes, he is. Britt Baker and Rebel face Nyla Rose and Vicky Guerrero. Okay. Rebel legitimately injures her knee in the match, is taken aback, but Britt manages to win anyway. Nyla beats her up afterwards and puts her through a table because she is the Charlotte of the AEW women's division. Aye. So Britt's the face then? Oh, yeah, I think she's probably face now, right? I don't, I don't know what I think of this. I thought she was. I don't, I, think, I don't know what I think of this at all. She was the heel in the ascent to the title, was she not? Yeah, but yeah. Then she won it. It was a deafening pop for her winning. So yeah, like, she's so popular yeah. that, but there was never a face turn moment. That's Is she true. the Johnny Gargano of the AEW? Oh, don't division? say that. <laughs> uh, minus the fifty-five kickouts. Uh, yeah, this was. I don't know. The women's division AEW matches have quite a lot of kickouts. Like to be fair, Sheeda's matches did anyway. Loads. Yeah, yeah. that was the Sheeda this, era. This here yeah. was a matchup that the did Sheeda. Oh God! <laughs> yes. No. Yes. This match did now for me at all because nah. Britt Baker was throwing some haymakers, but she was throwing them on Vicky Guerrero, who was not a trained wrestler, and therefore made the haymakers look like, you know, that bit in, in Jackass 1 where Ryan Dunn's about to do, fight the thing and he just goes, huh, on the, on, made it look like that. It was, uh, yeah, it was weird. I'm, I don't know why Vicky Guerrero was in there to begin with. It was a, a weird match to put on, but I hope, mm. hope Rebel's okay. Apparently she was out drinking. So she dislocates her kneecap, breaking up a pinfall during that match. It's obviously a horrible injury. She cannot do anything. She's carried away by the medical staff. Presumably they click it back into place. I don't know how dislocated kneecaps work. Um, and then she's out there drinking a couple of hours later with the AEW roster. I'll tell you, women, women country music. I told my knee <laughs> to shred. I'll drink so, my way to got bed. A, got a rebel fact for everyone. Uh, rebel... Because I, I was on her Wikipedia, I think I was looking at what she'd done before. I think I was trying to work out who she'd had the match with that was like the worst match in. in oh, Shelly Martinez. Yeah, but uh, she was also in the other section, or like the non-wrestling section. She was a dancer in the video for a country song called "Honky Tonk Badonka Donk," which is about bums. So I think you know, I remember that. No way. Yeah. Not only not only was she a dancer, but she was the lead dancer. Because I watched the. What? How do we all know this? Is it a shot of brandy? Is it a shot of brandy that YouTube show she does oh, where right. she makes a drink? She was on there making a rebel, a strawberry rebel or something. I can't remember what it was. Oh, she was the lead dancer in it. The lead dancer. She was the one with the biggest badonka dunk presumably. <laughs> I just, I, I thought I was bringing a unique fact and you should all go, whoa, but instead I've learned, I've learned more. So, yeah. Oh, you know, on the badonka dunk wagon? <laughs> oh yeah, I'm on the, oh God. <laughs> I'm just going to stop there. I forgot about that song. God. Uh, MGF faces Sammy Guevara in the main event. What a main event it was. Lots of kickouts and stuff. You'd think it was a Johnny Gargano. No, no, let's not say that. Uh, John, uh, Sammy is about to win, so Sean Spears tries to get involved. Jericho gets up from commentary, which he's yelled at all night. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, to stop him. He's been talking about all the women he blackballed, try to come in AEW for mocking him for landing on a crash pad. <laughs> um, he is blindsided by Wardlow who throw, throws him to the ringside area. This distracts the ref, allowing Spears to hit Sammy with a chair and give MGF the win. This was a really good episode of AEW Dynamite, and this is the type of main event that they were putting out before the COVID thing happened. And he... Uh, I thought Sammy Guevara was going to win. I thought this was oh. Sammy's coming out party. He's going to get a decisive win over the, oh. the never-ending feud. But I forgot that the never-ending feud is never-ending. So... Uh. He his dive cannonball thing across over the crowd barrier, as Ross said, is he a what was it the machine in DT? Oh, the CNC machine. Yeah, that would that required some precision that because that so was precise. yeah. 
Oh, wait, hang wait, on. Is that? Hang on. Go on, Ross, say something. It's not, you know. But it might, what? It's, it's actually, at the it's end act, of this. It's what? actually second place. No, but the, the, my move of the week doesn't actually come from any of the promotions we review. But we'll get to that in a second. Oh, so I spe- oh okay. I need, spe- I need to speak about this this second rope, the second rope tombstone pile driver from MJF, which, yeah. how did that not end the match? I know I'm splitting yeah. hairs here a bit, but bloody hell, if there's one move to end a match, it's yeah. that move right there. But I can see why they... I don't know if it's just me, but I, I sort of rolled my eyes after a fantastic matchup where I saw more ga- gang warfare after seeing all of the other gang warfare during the course of the night. But I get why they had to end the match that way to keep sort of Sammy strong and valiant and this, that, and the other because they're building them to bigger things in the future. Mm. Um, but it's sort of like, oh, we've seen it 50 times already in this show. What, do we need to see it some more? I get what you mean. I get yeah. what you mean. Wait, what was your... What was your... I want to yeah, know screw this match. What, oh. what was the thing of the week? Oh, my. Oh, oh, oh baby. My move of the week, it doesn't come from wrestling at all. Sterling to Kane. Oh, God. <laughs> Kane to Grealish. Grealish out wide to Shaw. Shaw first time across the box to Sterling. It's 1-0 England. Ross Tweddle's move of the week is the opening goal in England 2, Germany 0. What a fantastic manoeuvre. Sterling's reaction was so calm. Like, imagine you've scored that goal. You'd be like, what? What? It's another another example of VAR ruining the game, Jack. That's why I saw an interview Uh, with him where he said VAR. It was I just thought he was just not being, off he I thought he was just being a bit cocky. I thought he was nah. just like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm Raheem Sterling. I'll score what I want." It no. was just in, just in case VAR ruled it out for a bit because he, was, he well, saw, apparently said he saw Kane over his shoulder. I think and he was like, "Oh, he's mm. worried Harry Kane was offside and therefore might be interfering with play." So VAR. In fairness, I didn't celebrate the second goal as it happened because I thought he was offside for the second one. But ah. didn't he do? Didn't he do well? The archer's neck back with that pass because that wasn't a too favourable ball from Jack Grealish. I thought so. Didn't. No, it was his left foot as well, wasn't it? And I think Greenish yeah. is right foot. Oh, God. Anyway, wrestling podcast, lads. Wrestling. But, but, you know, uh, uh, the, the, the RVD-esque dive from Sammy would have been my <coughs> move of the week if it was a wrestling. But this is a special week for us English people. Yeah, so. yeah. while it lasts. Come on, lads. What? Don't say that. I'm just saying, um, look, I've got my hopes of a 2018. I'm just trying to... Oh, 20, it was a fantastic time, though. Yes, what a journey. Was. What a journey it was. Yeah. Um, uh, oh no, this wasn't meant to go in. I was about to go, just get to run to the toilet, before, but I thought we'd stop recording. <laughs> oh no, we haven't, but while we go to the toilet, we can, we can hit the intro for the next segment, can't All we? right then, yeah, cheers. Let's have a rummage in our mail bags. <laughs> ah, as if this segment wasn't long enough, let's have a little look in the mail bag. Let's, come on, let's speed run it, come on. Go on, go on. Speed, speed run, yes. No, the podcast needs to go longer. It's not long no, enough. No, it's, no, it's long enough now. God. Hi, guys. Hello. Fan of the channel for some time. In WWE, NXT and AEW, who do you reckon the next champions will be for each championship? Keep up the top work. Matt from Macclesfield. P.S. Give Will, Wimslow Albion a follow. A fantastic grassroots football club in Cheshire. Wilmslow Albion. I knew someone. I went to uni with someone who lived in where Wilmslow, who I don't know if it's a little like village in it, but his (coughs) his his village was called Chedlehum. Hello, I am from Chedlehum in Wilmslow. 
Where's Wilmslow? About whereabouts is it? Cheshire, the North Cheshire. Like, yeah. So North is it near West. the Welsh border? If it's got names like that, like Cheshire, Cheddlehum. Two mm. words. I think it's just Cheddle Cheddlehume to. Oh right. In layman's terms, but if you come from there, it's obviously Cheddlehum. I guess they we'll just nice. do. The... Oh nice. They got a blog spot. What That's colour nice. is the cut? Is the kit? It well, their flag is blue. Red, blue. No, it's not Matthew. You idiot. Red, blue, red with a little tree on it. Oh, nice, nice. Um, Wil- I guess we should... Wilmslow Albion sounds like a friend of Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> <laughs> gives him drugs. So uh, thank you, Matt, from that. Uh, we'll be sure to support them soon. Uh huh. We'll go with the the top champs. I was going to say because it's got nine hundred titles aye, in the companies. Aye, so aye. WWE on SmackDown, then Jack. Who do you think is going to be the next champ? I honestly can't tell, but I will go for who's going to beat Roman. It's a. I started with the hardest one. Yeah. I'll say Lesnar. No. Oh, Jack! How dare you? Sorry. I'll go for Gable Stevenson. Mm-hmm. Roman's going to hold the title for that long. <laughs> Gable Stevenson will not only sign for WWE. He'll go through his initial training, through his performance center, fine-tuning his NXT career, and then go to the main roster and then ascend to the title. That's how long he's going to hold it. Fair enough. Fair dues. Oh, at this point, I have to go with them building up someone new and fresh to end the reign to make it worthwhile. So I will still believe in Big E. Okay, okay. I, I, I think he's going to go for Monday Night Raw him straight away after the summer in that draft Ooh. delicious. I can see that being good for him actually. Yeah, if they're not going to do that, Could which it be leaves the rock? us to Raw. Would they put the belt on the Rock? I hope so. Oh, okay. Because he's the because he's the, obviously he's the head of the he's the real head of the family. He's the Rock. Oh yeah, that could be the feud, but you know, ultimately Roman will be taking Dwayne's table. Yeah, Dwayne will have to relocate to the side, or maybe the other head. I know it'd be the arse of the tail, wouldn't it? I just feel like if WWE had a chance to pop a rate, pop a buy, pop a pop to do make money, they'd put the belt on the Rock again. No, okay. I'd be even more mad at this than if when when Rock beat CM Punk. I would be less be mad than the stupidest decision I could do. Um, Raw, did you say? Uh, yes, like a tiger. <laughs> Lashley. Riddle. I'm going to give it a riddle. Lesnar. Oh. Nah. I, at this rate, Kofi. I'd love it. I would very love hopeful, it. Aren't I? In, in the words of, obviously in the words of Kevin Keegan, but I would love it if Kofi Kingston beat him. I, I would just, love it. Just, yeah. just can't see it. Just can't see it happen. I think the almighty has his number. Oh, no, hang on. Riddle didn't qualify, did he, for money in the bank? No. Oh, well, then I'll change my answer because I thought they couldn't resist giving him loads of skits with the briefcase and stuff and what's in my briefcase? Oh, it's a bong. So... <laughs> and he just gets arrested. Aye. Oh, well, that'd be great. So, um, um... You must be high if you think you can beat Lashley. <laughs> there you go. I'll go for, um... I guess Big E then. I'll say what Ross has said. I'll think go over Ooh. to Raw and then... Hmm. Saucy. Mm, NXT. Um, could be anybody really at this point. It could be. It's a number of people, isn't it? I'll go for Gargano. 
I'll go for... Uh, Dunn or O'Reilly. Dunn or O'Reilly. Oh, I'm going with Dunn. I'll go for O'Reilly then. Yes. Should we do the Should we do the women's ones as well? Or is this just not enough? No. Just not enough women. It's already five hours into recording. No. Ah, you're right. Um, what was the other thing? Did you ask AEW? AEW, yes. Kenny Omega is the current champ. Oh, Hangman. 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 Yeah, Hangman. Anybody else? Just no. And then Jungle oh. Boy for the TNT. If we're going that far down. Oh, I like it. I like, yeah. I like that. I've seen Taz vibes too on Twitter. <laughs> yes, I thought you made that up. I thought that was you. I'm, I'm so flattered when I after your washing like, machine. Comes along people go, it's you, Matthew. It's not, but thank you. After your washing machine one, it's very similar to that. Oh, thank you. When the washing machine explodes, or whatever. I, did, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. What a good, good day that good was. Time. Yeah, it's good. <clears throat> what a waste of my life. Uh, hello, the free muscadiddlers. Jesus. <laughs> hope you have hope you are having a tremendous Friday morning, cough cough evening. Hey. I have been a wrestling fan since the ninety-five Royal Rumble. Bloody hell, that kept you going. And had never missed a single show until the start of lockdown. Unfortunately, the Thunderdome was my final straw. I just can't concentrate with the least interesting cam models going on in the background. So I had to do something drastic and turn my attention to the past. And over the last year I've watched every single FMW show I could find. It wasn't that hard. Marks loved the pirate stuff. What? Sorry, blathering away on my question is if you had the time, what out of business wrestling company would you go back and consume from beginning to end? Thank you for being the highlight of my Friday since the first episode. Keep on keeping on your ginger friend, James from Berwick upon Tweed. Thank you, James. Thank you, James. Sorry if I said that a bit weird. There was absolutely no alliteration or. Is that the right word? We use exclamation marks and commas. Oh, punctuation. Punctuation. Oh, gee, well, don't mind a comment on anybody's uh, usage of the English language. Sorry about that. Alliterations um, when got the, the same letter beginning at the yeah, start. Yeah, Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> DT like English language. We do all the studies here. GCSEs. <laughs> so thank you very much, James. Uh, thank you, James. What would be a company you could go back and watch from the beginning? Can't can't be that long a one because I don't want to. Yeah, Lu- I'll, I'll do it. Lu- Lucha, Lucha Underground. Oh, Lucha. No. oh that's it's a good one. Lu- Lucha Underground. It's something I want to do, but I just you, when you're in this job, and this is going to sound horrible to the people listening, but when you're in this job, the last thing you want to do when you get home is watch wrestling. You want to get uh, away from it and not get burned out. So I just haven't brought myself to do it yet. But one day I'll watch some Lucha. I don't know what I'm saying like that. Lucha Underground. Mine was going to be Lucha Underground, but I'll go for... Ah, it's, a per- it's a perfect, because it didn't go on for too long as well. It's like a perfect length. Um, I'll say every episode of Cartoon Network cartoon Mucha Lucha, uh, which from the early 2000s. Do you remember that? No. no. Do you remember Mucha Lucha? Nah, no idea. The main character was called Ricochet, weirdly enough. No. Oh. There was three. There was three rest. They all went to wrestling school. The show. The idea of the show was that growing up in Mexico, you go to wrestling school um, as a child, and it was like Ricochet, Buena Girl, and the Flea. The Flea just wore like a minging rabbit onesie, and he was like the comic relief. Matthew, are you googling Mucha Lucha? No, someone just tried to ring me, and uh, oh, so- <laughs> I, did the, the, I did the sensible adult thing of going, "Who the hell's this?" And I've uh, googled. I know who it oh. is. It's all right. Who was it? 
It's a travelling man in town, probably to tell me that I've got something. Oh, right, oh, fair enough. Anyway, sorry, that was... I can't think of one, because mine would really be Lucha Underground as well. Matthew, what would yours be? Mine would be... I can't do an entire run, but... Because someone asked this on the... Uh, someone asked this... WX, w. Oh, I see. Was it? No, 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 that's a good one. But I was going to go with... Going back... No, you can't. You have to pirate anything, because it's on the network or the cock, if you're in America. Uh WCW 1996 Nitro, not the very beginning of the year because there's a fair amount of rubbish like the uncensored big old cave match, but everything from when they go two hours plus and a little man called Scott Hall decides to show up in the Canadian tuxedo, that's jeans and jeans if you don't know, and starts talking about some some other guy coming in and they're going to invade and stuff like that because it is wrestling and it's most put together. Most well booked. Wait, matches are, matches are great. Wait. Everything everything is perfect. Sometimes so the finance line, everything comes together, and everything just works. So you're saying the NWO era? <clears throat> yes. When would it? When does that end? Though that's a tricky bit. Uh, when you get sick of it. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good question. When did the NWO end? That's uh, <laughs> for wrestling bios to take on, I believe, because it all gets a bit. All cultaholic who have done a video narrated by me. It is on the channel now. You can go and watch it if you want. And Matthew can start plugging other channels that he doesn't work. Oh, sorry. <laughs> what's that video called then it's the rise and fall of the NWO oh you actually talk about the fall of it fantastic it's, 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 it's an original oh. concept which has never been seen before <laughs> elsewhere that's what they call but the some people need to know about it because it was such a long huge angle with so many people involved people do go well how did it end who sang that sorry the rise and fall the rise and fall it's like Craig David or something the rise that's and what, fall Sting, yeah Sting and Craig yes! David was it that's, Sting and Craig David? Uh, wow. Big Gordon. That's what they call the, the rise and fall. The rise and fall. So was Sting the rise and David the fall? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Must be, yeah. Sweet. NWO talk only on Cultaholic YouTube. Ah, oh, Sting. Third, and, and Sting, yes. Sting and Craig David talk only on Cultaholic. <laughs> Hi, lads. Thanks for the great content you produce on a daily basis. I listen to the podcast every week. It's the best way to end the work week as it comes out here in the US with just a couple of hours left in my workday on a Friday. <laughs> with just six hours left of my workday on a Friday. <laughs> my question is about your viewing of American wrestling promotions and having to stay up through the night to watch it live. Oh, when this the, is good. Hmm, when was the first time you decided to stay up late and watch a WWE slash other promotion show live? Was this done because you're working as a wrestling YouTuber? If not, what made you decide that that was a show you had to watch live? Thank you again for all you do to keep wrestling fans like me entertained and keep up the great work. Cheers. Fill in. Are you ready for it? Cincinnati, Ohio. 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 Thank you. Ohio. I know the this answer to mine. This is a good question. Yeah, go on. Go for it. Go for it. Uh, it was as a kid and I was just like, we weren't allowed. It was at the point where I moved in with my dad and my dad was like, you're not watching wrestling. And I was like, all right, fine. But I saw, look at the uh, big old TV guide that would come with the newspaper in the weekend. Sunday night heat starts. It's either one or two on Sunday. Uh, I'm like, oh, okay, great. I'll stay up and watch that on my TV. Sunday night heat, wrestling. It'll be amazing. You know, it's 2002 ish, I want to say. So, you know, ugh. so I stayed up all night with college in the morning or work and whatever I had to do in the morning. It's a long time ago, I forget. I think I was down the pit back then. And I was watching it. <laughs> And I was like so excited. It's nothing on, nothing. It wasn't even like a good program, like real sex or anything like that. Like usually, like on a Friday night for a person like myself. Eventually, it comes on. 
Now I got rewarded with clips from Raw about promos that happened that were very unexciting. And the special match we got, the extravaganza, the thing that made you stay up that late to watch, was Scotty Too Hotty and Albert, the hip hop hippo, <laughs> wrestle some jobbers. Nice. And uh, then he had a small wrestler come in and he would run around as Albert did the giant swing. And the crowd went pretty silent, actually. And uh, so did I. I never stayed up late to watch that show ever again. That's a good one, though. Just a good memory. Happy memories. The hip-hop hippo. Mine was... Uh, I never did it. You know, like my first run as a wrestling fan. I never stayed up late to watch it. I'd always tape whatever. Or like, you know. Um, but I never stayed up like really late to watch it. And then when I got back into it, I remember the thing that got me back in properly was the whole like CM Punk angle. And um, <clears throat> I didn't stay up for Money in the Bank, the famous Money in the Bank, because I was like away somewhere. I think it was on like a holiday, like, like an English holiday, but like a holiday in some camp somewhere. And then I remember not wanting to check the results until I'd watched it, but I, I didn't stay up late to watch that. But I, I stayed up to watch the next one or the one after it, maybe. I stayed up to watch the one where CM Punk lost to Triple H, and I remember thinking, ah, oh, and feeling really deflated about it, thinking, like, why why is the had Triple H beat this really exciting new guy? And that set me up for a decade now of crushing, horrible disappointment. So it started off, like, well, I didn't pay for it, though. <laughs> Should I say that? Should I admit that on video? It's oh. all right, no one's listening. Fair <laughs> enough. Well, you certainly weren't, that's all. Ross. Oh, it was a great story that you just told. It's sorry, it's just I'll tell my friend that I'm going to be a bit late because it's the longest podcast we've ever I'm done. I'm so sorry. Yeah, I know. We've, yeah. Ross? Uh, mine was the Raw after WrestleMania X8 because I went round to a sleepover at my friends who had Sky. I didn't have Sky. And I was like, oh, we should stay up and watch that Raw show live on Sky Sports. And he was like, no, we can't, man. We need to go to bed because my man will tell what off. But we stayed up, didn't we? we saw Hulk. It was the one where Hulk Hogan did the promo and he starts crying. He comes out his <laughs> NWO. And he's like, oh, thank you, all the Hulkamaniacs and all the crowd. I think it's because it's in it's in it's in Canada, so they're all going mental because they're all crazy and whatnot and rowdy and stuff. And it was two thousand and two, and yeah, I watched that. Well, not all of that raw, but much of that raw because obviously we fell asleep because I was nine at the time, being a naughty, naughty boy, naughty boy. Fair enough. It's amazing when you think back. Then, oh yeah, I just stayed up till one a.m. and then went to school or whatever the next day. I'm like, what? I did what? <laughs> On three mm. hours sleep. I can't do that now. I did that my first What Culture one. When I first worked there, my first working pay-per-view was the, the Rumble of 2015. And me being that keen to impress the bosses and whatnot, why I ever did that, I've got no idea. If I stayed up all night and live-tweeted the Rumble on the social media, then went to work for worked a full day in the office as well, on oh. no sleep. Could you imagine doing that for that fella? Um, was it like, I was know, like I wow, Ross, that I was, was amazing. Say, I bet you was well grateful, though. Bet, yeah, bet got, really got lots, of, lots of thanks and plenty of, time, for that. Plenty, of time, plenty of time back <laughs> and stuff, you know. You used to always get my holiday back. What an arsehole. Um, <laughs> terrible guy. That's a, little, that's a little Easter egg for people who've, who've listened for this long. Terrible, they get ter- some real gossip. <laughs> terrible guy. Um, but yeah, awful human being. Um, but... Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, that was my the 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 role after WrestleMania <laughs> do the, X8. Do the Reese's pieces, Matthew. Just move on, quick. That was <laughs> yeah, mailbag at callaholic dot com. Rejoin Yeah, there we go. Cool. So now we I've have the... kept quiet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. 
Hello, esteemed members of the Cultaholic <coughs> Weekly Wrestling Video Podcast. Hey, that's Sorry. Nice. My Reese's Pieces is pretty straightforward. Below are the, uh, the names of various wrestlers and two options. One is their actual birth name and the other is a made-up name. All you have to do is pick the right one and name. And the one with the most correct answers will be the winner. Ooh, sounds good to me. Who is that from? Thanks for playing. Hope you guys enjoyed that. That is from uh, Barry Cade. Climax GA. <laughs> now, is Barry Cade a silly name or not? Because that actually could be a real name. But Barricade. Barry could Cade. Be. Yeah, yeah, it could be. Yeah. I can see, I can see a wrestler called Barry Cade. Yeah. Bar- Barry is such a great name, isn't it? Hello. Yeah. My it's up there with Jim. Barry. Barry. Yeah. Barry. If I was a wrestler, my name would be Alan Key. So I can't really love <laughs> Barry Cade. So. All right. Well, we'll go. Uh, Imagine having a baby and calling it oh, Barry for that. I think that was <laughs> Nigel. Yeah, yeah. At the time, though, it must have been acceptable. Yeah. You never hear. You never hear of a, a, someone born after sort of 1970 being called Nigel, do you? No, no, no. Sorry, Dol. If you if you do have the name Nigel, please let us know at uh, mailbagacolhook.com. Yeah, if you are a Nigel born yes. in the last twenty years or thirty years, let us know because you are rare. <laughs> Yes, please let Probably. us know and let us know uh, what industries your dad owns. So, fingers <laughs> on the buzzers. Macho Man Randy Savage was his real name Randall Laverne Poffo or Randall Mario Poffo? I Right, are we taking turns or are we buzzing? Say, we'll go you and we'll alternate. So, Jack Me first, first this time and then Ross first. Uh, I'll go for Laverne then. I'll go for Mario. And no, you'd wait, be right, what's... Ross. Oh. It was a Mario. Super I knew Ross, Mario to Ross is good with wrestlers' names. It's like a bit of a speciality. This, this is not going to so be good. Well. It's not going to go well for me. This. It's because I stalk them all. Yes. yes. No. If this was, if, this, if we do this, oh, wrestlers' dogs' pets. names, it's, yeah, it's going to yeah. Goldberg. Yeah. Yeah, I got, yeah, yeah. I got asked this week because I've seen uh, Dustin Rhodes' dog. I saw you. Uh, My God, that Dustin Rhodes is six foot six, and that dog is every inch of six foot five at least. Fantastic scenes. I got asked to do a wrestlers' tier list for dogs. And I'm like, I'm sure people will get annoyed after like an hour of watching just seeing all of the dogs in the top tier. I don't think it's a concept that works as a video. I'd like that. Uh, we'll do it, Matthew. Do you want to be? Do you want to be in the video? I'd love to be a dog. <laughs> he does want, not want to oh, be in the video. He's got better things to do than being more cultaholic content. No, he meant he meant he'll be in the video as one of the dogs. Oh, as one a, of the dogs. It was a quick-witted riposte from it was our a quick friend Matthew. Stupid comment, which is the thing that's <laughs> keeping me on this bloody company. So, uh, Austin Theory, Austin White, or Austin Avril? I'll go. For no, Austin. no, no. Ross goes first. Oh no, uh, Jack goes. Jack goes first. Oh, we alternate, are we? Oh, yeah, yeah. Austin White. Austin White. I'll go for Austin White as well. You'd both be right. Okay. White. All white on the night. Velvet Sky. Is it Crystal Bonnie Gorgana? George, I can't be right. Georgiana, <laughs> I, I believe. Gorgano. Or Jamie Lynn Scientology. Oh, God. Scientology. Oh, why are they giving me names to read? Jesus. Is it A or B, Jack? I don't know. What was um, B? I said them so well. No, it's I'll me. do it again. Crystal Bonnie uh, Georgiana or Jamie Lynn S Z A N T Y R. Zantar. Yeah, I'll go. Uh, the, that second one sounds too obscure for him to have made her. So I'll go for that one. I'll go for Jamie Lynn. You both be right. Oh. So, Ross, up next. Darby Allen. This is his real name. Samuel Ratch 
or Noah Weston? Samuel what? Ratch. R A T S C H. I'll hope I'll go for that one just in the hope that in a previous life he was a news reporter. <laughs> I'll go for that one as well because it sounds a little bit like German or Polish, and Darby Allen is very fair and blonde. <laughs> very European looking. Very yeah, yes, European looking, and you'd be right. He is Come a rat. <laughs> Jim Duggan. James Edward Duggan Jr. Of the Duggan family, I guess. Or James Sullivan Stewart Sr. I think... Is it me first or is it Ross first? It's you. I think I'm going to go for the more obvious first one because the second one sounds like he's made it up. I'm going to go for Jim Duggan as well. He is James Duggan. <laughs> this is like more of a this is more of a test of psychology rather than than guessy games. Yeah. Uh, Ross, it's you next. Mike Awesome. Oh. Michael Wharton Dillon or Michael Lee Alfonso? Could you imagine if his name was Alfonso now? How ironic would that be? Um, I've got no idea on this one. You think I know this one, but I don't know this. I'll go for the first one. I'll go for the second one. My reasoning. Mike Awesome, I think it's from the West, the East Coast. A lot of Italians around the East Coast. Uh, <laughs> and you're right again. Oh, my God. I mean, you're crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, come on. Well, I just thought as well the first one again sounded a bit too normal. And, and Ross actually got that answer right for me because Ross has taught me that a lot of wrestlers' real names are more exciting than their ring names. Oh, right. it's, Ricky it's, Steamboat's real name, of course, being Dick Blood. Yep. Liv Morgan's is the one that sticks in my mind. G- Gianna Jean Daddio is her real Daddio. name. Daddio. Oh, that's right. I know that off by heart. There's a Daddio. list on cultaholic.com somewhere. We'll... That's right. Just Google Dick Blood and it will come up. Low key. Oh, no. This is you, Jack. Myron Walter. Or Brandon Silvestri. Silvestri? S-I-L-V-E-S-T-R-Y. He looks like Mikhail Silvestri, the footballer, so I'll go for the other one because that's too much of a coincidence. So you're picking Myron Volta? Yeah. Ross, do you not think he looks like Silvestri? Not at all, no. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> they're, both, they're both bald and athletic. I think that's as far as I can go. And quite just... small. <laughs> what more do you want? <laughs> I'll go for the second one. And you be right, Ross. Oh. I can't believe you just went, like, Silvestri sounds Italian. What? Silvestri sounds Italian to me. He's French, wasn't he, Silvestri? Uh, Mikel Silvestri was, but Silvestri. Yeah. Did he say oh, Silvestri. Ah, did he say right, Silvestri? Right. Yeah, it's got a Y on the end, though. So Damn! Oh, that yeah. would have made Damn all it. the I, difference. I'm the reason you didn't get that. I apologise, Joe. <laughs> no, it's fine. No. Uh, Dakota it was Kai? Is she Diana Dakota Lacey? Or Cheery Georgina Crowley? I know this Sheary. one. Cheery? It's just a Cherie. <laughs> C-H- <laughs> oh, C-H. Why, is, why am I Cherie. reading this one? C-H-E-R-E-E. It's like like Cherie Blair, the like, queen of our nation. <laughs> like, Mrs. <laughs> like Mrs. Harry Jesus. What's she called off Everdale? She was called Cherie, wasn't she? This is Harry Q. Cherie, not Cherry then. All right, okay. Cherie, Louise yes. Red- no, wait, that's not Harry. What am I talking about? That's Jamie Redknapp. Jamie Redknapp, sorry, yeah. Harry Kuehl's missus was on Emmerdale, her first name Cherie. And Dakota's na- Dakota Kai's name is also Cherie. Well, in this case, I've, I'll just go for that one as well, because Ross knows it. But that feels, that, right, feels so, that feels so cheap. 
Because I, I can't. I'm, I was watching something on YouTube, and someone was like, "I can't believe that Dakota Kai is 33 years of age. She looks like she's in her early 20s." And I was like, "Yeah, she does look really young." And it turns out, no, she is 33 years of age. I know it's rude to say a lady's age in public, but <laughs> Cherie is 33. She looks fantastic. She does. Oh. Good for her. Good for her, Cherry. Lance Storm, Lance Timothy Evers, or Lance Ethan Lloyd, Jack. Lance Ethan Lloyd. I'll go for Evers. Ever rise. They're both dull names, so it could work for Lance. It is Timothy Evers. Yes. Oh. Ever rise, Canada. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought Evers was already a wrestling name, Rachel Evers. But did she take that because in honor of Lance Storm? Maybe. Maybe. Oh. Maybe she was trained by Lance, or maybe I'm making stuff up. Who knows? Uh, Bobby Lashley. Oh God! Robert I thought he was called Bobby Lashley. Yeah, I thought this was true. Robert Frederick Lashley or Franklin Roberto Lashley? Second one. <laughs> First one, please, God. It's the second one. He's not, his middle name is not Roberto, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Franklin Roberto Lashley. Where, 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 where else could Bobby come from? It's got to be Roberto. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> well, obviously. Spike Dudley. Lucas Spencer Dawson or Matthew Jonathan Heisen? Matthew Jonathan Heisen, because it sounds like the bloke has seen the real one and then created the first one out of that by using that second name as inspiration. But then he's put that one first, so we think that he... I'm thinking too hard about this. The second one, please. Matthew Jonathan Heisen sounds like he would have studied um, historical literature or whatever he says when he's got blood coming down his forehead. (laughs) Yeah, he does some Shakespeare, so... Yeah, you're both right. Matthew Jonathan Heisen. I'm a psychological wizard. Certainly are. That was the winter of our discontent, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Tay Conti, uh, Tainara, Mello, D- oh, why are you giving me these names? Di Carvalho, C-A-R-V-A-L-H-O. Mm-hmm. Carvalho. 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 Or Teresa Angelica Cello Lorenzo. First one for me, Jeff. I'll go second then. Thanks, Chris. It is Tainara. Mellow. First one. The Del first one, yes. Oh, he's brought <laughs> it back. He's brought it back. Well done. Sami Zayn. Oh, I know this one, I think. Yeah. Is it Sami Nili or oh. Rami Sebai? Yes, that one. Big Rami. It is. Uh, I know that. I don't know how you guys know it. From the Young Bucks book, they refer to him by his real name. Entirely oh, through Kevin, Owens, Kevin Owens calls him Rami in interviews as well. Oh, there's been some high spots interviews where he goes, oh, yeah, it was me, Everise, beep. Oh, no, no, I, please edit that out. I don't. I can't say his name, his real name. <laughs> so, <coughs> oh, I was just calling him a rude word, I don't know. Uh, Headbanger Thrasher, of all wow. the people. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think I'll know this once you've... Mm. Oh, okay, yeah, you probably will, actually. Glenn Ruth or Charles Warrington. Well, that is the real name of both the he- the headbangers. So yeah, yes. good yeah. job. Yeah. Which, which one was one's which? I'll go for Glenn. I'll go for Glenn because I think I think Mosh was uh, also Chaz and that Charles yeah. Chaz. So I'll go for Glenn Ruth for Thrasher. You both know your headbangers well, Glenn oh, Ruth. Yes. Michael well, McIntyre, the third headbanger. Yeah, <laughs> 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 He's McIntyreing up. Steve Austin, the last one. Stephen James Anderson Williams, or is he Stephen Jonathan Williams Austin? First one is, is Stephen Williams, yeah. Yes, yes. so we all know the Stephen Williams Everyone one there, so a bit of an Austin. easy one there, yep. 
for Stephen James Anderson. But it was an interesting quiz, though. It certainly was. Thank you very much, Barry Cade. Thank you for <laughs> having such a cool name. Do you know your name sounds... Whatever. Uh, if you have any other Reese's Pieces, please send them to mailbikeacultaholic.com. It's Cultaholics. The Question. What a long podcast. Aye, lads. And it's just a bit more length to go. Don't worry. What is going to be the best card next week? Is it going to be AEW's Road Rager or NXT's Great American Bash 2021? Let's have a look at the cards. Uh, Road Rager, currently the card is scheduled as Chris Jericho and MGF are going to have a face-to-face standoff. I'm sure nothing will happen there. Let's have a nice discussion. Uh, The Inner Circle with Conan, will take on The Pinnacle with Tully Blanchard. Ooh. Orange Cassidy and Chris Statlander versus The Blade and The Bunny. Ooh. Are we doing the reaction noises, Ross? Uh, I haven't been, no. But if you want me to start, I can do, man. That'd be great. We like we, People like those noises, I believe. Right. Andrade El Idolo, a.k.a. Andrew, as uh, JR called him that one time, versus Matt Something. That's what Andre called him. Oh... Thank you. South Beach Strap Match. Cody Rhodes versus QT Marshall. <laughs> Not interested in the slightest. <laughs> Thank you. AEW World Tag Team Championship. The Young Bucks with Brandon Cutler and Dodgy Mustaches versus Penta El Zero Miedo and Eddie Kingston with that Alex lad. Get him. Kill him. Get them, little scoundrels. <laughs> Thank you, Ross. That's, that's the card so far. Probably looks pretty much finalised there. What do you think would be the best match there, Jack? Just on that one, uh, I'll go for that tag team title match, I think. Yeah. What about you, Ross? I'll go for the same. Very much looking forward to that. I hope that's twice as long and just helps you to forget about the strap match. <laughs> <laughs> You're not a fan, are you? Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. I couldn't be any less of a fan of anything they do with all of that. That's fair enough. (laughs) Who can blame you? Uh, Yeah, I'm looking forward to that tag title thing. The thing I'm most looking forward to in AEW the next coming weeks when we're doing all these super shows on the road is ending some of these feuds that they've Mm. had going for a fair few months now. The Elite versus Eddie and his crew... Uh, Inner Circle versus Pinnacle, if I could end, that'd be great. Um, Men of the Year versus Derby, they're being good, but we've had two pay-per-views worth of these same feuds. It's time It's time to go! <laughs> so, rest in peace, Clive. Rest in yeah. peace, All right. RIP. And in 2021 Great American Bash, we have Kyle O'Reilly versus Adam Cole. Oh, God, the noises. Um, <laughs> gristle. There's a noise for you. <laughs> Thank you, Ross. Whatever noise Gristle makes. Kind of a word. Yeah. <laughs> uh, more of a feeling. Um, MSK defend their tag titles against Tommaso Ciampa and Timothy Thatcher. <sighs> that is the noise for Ciampa and, and uh, Thatcher winning. A good old girl. Yeah. In fairness, is, is the noise for MSK coming out. Boo! Boo. <laughs> uh, the Way, Canis LeRae and Indy Hartwell take on Io Shirai and Zoe Stark for the tag team women's titles. 
Ole, which was supposed to sort of sem- uh, resemble um, Strictly Come Dancing, because I expect that one to be very pretty on the eye in terms of the sequence of manoeuvres that takes place. Very like on a ballroom. What, what noises do you hear in a ballroom? Uh, Apart from the, 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 the clip. The DJ Khaled. <laughs> <laughs> Bruce Forsyth was obviously a massive fan of DJ Khaled. <laughs> What do you hear it for? Uh, boom, boom, boom. Let me say, hey, yo. Hey, yo. There you go. Do we both no, know what, what kind of classic dancing is? That's playing when in Street Fighter the movie that plays. I know. I wonder if someone's going to say it. It's when they have the arms trade, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's the greatest fighter since Iron Fist. Oh, yeah? Whatever happened to him? He retired. And became me. me. LA Knight versus Kyle Grimes. (laughs) For the Million Dollar Championship. If Grimes loses, he will become Knight's butler. Crack! Which is the noise of Jack's finger snapping off his hand. (laughs) (laughs) No, Grimes will... Oh, I regret this decision. The noise of Jack regretting his decision. Grimes will lose. Grimes will lose. You're going to have to learn how to type differently with the other fingers. Yes. um, I'm scared. (laughs) You should be. No, I think think you'll be all right. You and your fingers, the rest of you will be fine because LA Knight beating Cameron Grimes with a butler. Maybe LA Knight will have someone join him other than just Grimes to further antagonise him so he can get the win. That'd be nice. Farouk. The Rock and Cole. The Rock and a favour from Farouk. Where do I was going then? The I just going. thought you meant Ron Simmons returned. Yeah, Ron Simmons turns up. But yeah, I like the idea of the who who you think could be it on the NXT roster. Assist um, LA Knight in this. Well, I would have said Martin Bivens, but now he's obviously oh, Diamond Mine's mouthpiece. Alex Riley would have been a shoe in, but he's uh, he run his mouth. Who's up there? <laughs> Who's up there? Who could be? Who could be a lackey for the Rock on NXT? This is going to be fantastic if people, because obviously people skip segments on the podcast. We learn this <laughs> each and every week. If people skip the this week in wrestling section, uh, the Rock. Who would assist the Rock on the NXT roster? Ty Valkyrie. Oh. Okay, okay, that's good. That's a very good shout. Yes, yeah. she's so all they, about they, the money they, as well. Yeah, that's a whole oh, thing. God, I see the name. Frankie, Frankie Money. Money. Yes, yeah. oh, it works really well. For the they make billion dollar babies like the Alice Cooper song. Yeah. Yes. On the, on, the, on, the, on the kitchen counters. Oh, there's the no kitchen counters. Room. Wrapping all up. All comes together in the end, doesn't it? <laughs> Just fantastic. as we planned. <laughs> nah. Twizzle. Anyway, twizzle. I can't think of a better answer than her. That would be fantastic. Yeah. There's money in that. Banana stand. So, that is Great American Bash. I'm looking forward to it. These specials they did. Uh, wait, last year was the one with uh, Keith. Yeah, Keith Lee winning everything. Oh, and which that, we knew because, it, yeah. And that lad yeah, got fired. Yeah, because someone tweeted. Oh. And got replaced by Wanky. What was he? Oh, Shank- <laughs> wanky? Shanky. It was Shanky, wasn't it? Wanky. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Shanky. It was sh- it is Shanky, isn't that a Monday Night Raw? Yeah, I think yeah, it was, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Freudian oh, what? There. You mean the guy who appeared once with Jinder Mahal and they haven't been seen since? Yeah. Yeah. Well, so the, the, guy, the guy who tweeted the spoiler was in, I forget what the tag team was called. Indusher. Indusher, when Bivens was the manager. And he, I yeah. think, got released and then. I think he got replaced. And then yeah. Shank, Shanky came in and replaced him. Not yeah. wanky. Not wanky and at all. It replaced him for one appearance on Raw. Bless. I'm not sure what's happened with that. Yeah, they weren't there yeah. with Jinder this week, were they? No. Strange. Um, Gotta have time for Jackson Riker in his sexy mm. boots. When we now say which show is the better of the two cards, 
should we all say it at the same time to see if we all uh, yeah that'll be fun go on then I'm just trying to do a podcast right yeah you're you're podcasting well (laughs) three two one NXT oh oh wow I genuinely thought we were all going to say NXT you've both gone for AEW there I'm intrigued look at the NXT card again (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you know what? Yeah, wait, wait. What's all about Thatcher and Jabra going to win the tag titles? Say the AEW one again. I've forgotten off the matches on AEW. Yeah, it was pretty much the tag title match and then some other stuff. Uh, Andrade, Matt, Matt something, South Beach Trap. Well, yeah, you know about that one. Orange Cassidy and Chris Statlander versus the Blade and the Bunny, and the Inner Circle get it on one more time, and then Jericho. I and have Jeff. made a huge uh, error. NXT yeah. is going to be the better card. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, Jack, that, Jack thank you for that. Make us do a redo. Yeah, let's That's do okay. that again. <laughs> one, two, three. NXT, NXT. Yeah. for life. Point is the guy. Yeah, right. We yeah. are it's not good. your kind. It's we good. are not your kind. Poppy. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that yeah that that card on paper is a lot better. Sorry, NXT and Triple H and people. Yeah, so, sorry. Sorry, Tripper. <laughs> so the four quid meal deal you send us every week to say nice things about NXT. Trap. And, yeah. Well, that is sadly the end of oh, the no, podcasting traffic guns. Well done for making it all the way through. Ooh. Well, I've had a lovely time. Jack, how are you spreading the loveliness across Cultaholic this week? Well, next week, Owen's back and we'll be doing our, resuming our journey on Wednesdays from 6pm with Cultaholic FC. Also on Monday, I believe, a thing is going out on the podcast feed, I think, which is the start of a new series with rotating guests. But the constant will be Mitch, Cultaholic's editor-in-chief, chairing essentially a debate between two guests. And this time, in the first episode, it's me versus Andrew. So... We'll have to see who came out on top in that scenario. But yeah, check that out. It comes out on Monday, I think, on the podcast feed. Uh, and the topic, can I reveal the topic? Probably. We're four hours into a podcast. Um, the topic is, um, was WWE right to never turn Cena heel? I'm arguing that they were right. Andrew's saying they were wrong. It's well, be he good. would know about turning heel, so fantastic. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Wonderful. Looking forward to that. Uh, also good to see you and Owen back together again, reunited. Yeah, I've missed him. Yeah. yeah, yep. The flat's just fallen into disrepair without him, right? Yeah. The state here. Ross. <laughs> uh, I, all, all's being well. There will be a straight to hell out on Sunday, which I'm due to record at 5pm today, so I won't say who it is, just in case they cancel late in the day, which happens more than you may think it does. But I'll give you a clue. Join us. Ah. Um, that's not a cultaholic <laughs> reference. It's a different one. Oh. Join us with the hand thing. Um, Twitch, I'll be back on Wednesday because the streaming setup will be back up. That's why there wasn't one this week because the streaming setup was, well, dismantled after Helena Smell 4. There'll be a tier list with uh, myself and Andrew going through WWE Major Console games, which I know what you're thinking. Ross, you haven't played them. It turns out I've played just about them all because I had a childhood where it was only FIFA and it was wrestling games and GTA. So there you go. Um and then there'll be a couple of voiceovers, I think, going up next week as well, looking at the rise and fall of TNA and the rise and fall. No, that'll be a couple of weeks' time. I'll not say what the next one is, but the rise and fall of TNA, I think, is the next one on that series. So a few things, but I'm on, I'm on holiday next week, so I won't be on the podcast next week. There'll be somebody else sat here. I'm on holiday next week, but not on Thursday and Friday, so I will be back on the podcast next week. 
See, I I was nothing else better to be doing. So I will be here. No I, was de- <laughs> I was debating like working Friday just to do the podcast, but I was thinking, no, uh, all the legwork you need to put in to watch all of the wrestling. I'm thinking, oh my god, yeah, yeah. So I was, I'm taking the full week off. So I imagine it'll be Adam, probably or so Tom. Maybe it's usually breaking, Adam, Tom, or Sam, isn't it? Breaking all the rules that he sets for everybody else. <laughs> say, if it's Bacchetti or Tom, there's a chance that they'll see the length of this one and go. Oh, I could do better. You're than wrong. That. Let yeah. me tell you my entire life story up, leading up till now. Uh, <laughs> uh, can't wait for that. Uh, I'll be streaming something on Saturday. I don't know what. It will not be more Alex Kidd remastered because I played it and it was Alex Kidd exactly the bloody same, as it turns out. And uh, no, life's too short to play more 1986 platforming. So that was a waste of 15 quid. But <laughs> I will find something else to play and grumble at. And hopefully you can join us. Wait. Join us. That's that other thing we say at the end of the show, isn't it? Along yeah. with, please send all your questions and thoughts and pieces to mailbagacolic.com. No. And you can vote for those three fabulous picks at patreon.com forward slash cultaholic. Wow. And after we do that, then there's that thing where. That was class, that. You we were really. Our... That's the cleanest you've ever done it, that. Oh, thank you. Class. I that appreciate that, Jack. That's all right. Ah, I'm never doing it again that good. <laughs> and that's that bit where we, we put our hands towards the cameras. And after a count of three, we end the show by going. Join us. Join us. And then I, Join us. I didn't do the one, two, three. Sorry, I'm getting tired. One, two, three. Bagger, 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 bagger. Oh, no one cares no. about this bit anyway. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. 